0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises
1: one movie at a time. I'm Tyler, and I'm bringing up the fact that we forgot to talk about an Ed Sheeran song being played at the end of The Desolation of Smig. It was, it was very strange, and, and we didn't mention it, so so we're hack frauds for that.
2: i mean, I'm Alex, and uh, I'm back again for the second time in three What's weeks. What's your name? My name is Joseph. Oh, uh, thank you. And I was gonna—I was His gonna name's go into it. actually the, Gilligan. Yeah, that, that's what it is. I am actually Keely. I mean Gilligan. Um, <laughs> you know, I was gonna get in there and introduce myself, but you know, I, I guess I'll do it more in your order. Yeah. Yeah. You know the program? So, I wrote uh, a script for from... this reason. You didn't show. We're
1: talking about. Oh, so now you know how it feels to be working on the Hobbit movies. The desolation <laughs> of the five armies. <laughs> Alright, cut through all the crap here. (laughs) The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, directed by Peter Jackson, allegedly, from 2014.
0: (laughs) Directed by Warner Brothers Studios.
1: (laughs) It has a 59% critic score, which is the only rotten score of any of the movies we've addressed in Peter Jackson's Middle Earth movies. And it has a 74% audience score, which is the lowest, lowest of all of those. And, of course, those are from Rotten Tomatoes. Um... Very very weird experience with this one. Because... Well,
0: let's just, well, we'll get into it. I don't I don't want to give too much away about very well, strange experience. Yes. I'll leave it at that. Yes.
1: Uh, who wants to do best thing and worst thing?
0: Yeah, I can I can go
1: first. Because you've never done that before.
0: Okay, you can go first. I'm gonna
2: be passive aggressive about it. <laughs> do it. Go for it, man. That way we don't take yours somehow. <laughs> that does happen a lot. Maybe. You should stop complaining about it, since you go
0: last, And you asked me to go first. I'm just saying.
1: Just trying to be polite. Just trying to make
0: things right around you. See, this is what the
1: Hobbit movies do to us. They tear (laughs) us apart. They're about family. (laughs) And that's what's really important. (laughs) So my best thing about the Battle of the Five, whatever, is Mm -hmm. going to be the action scenes, for the most part. Which I found Mm -hmm. fascinating.
2: Do you think we should clarify fact that we watched the extended edition. Yes, yes. we watched the extended edition. Yes. Which we have been doing for the past two Which,
1: well. unlike the last two, I think both of those extended versions are ultimately detriments to the movies, yes. although not that much. Yeah. It's just more terrible. Yes. This one, I think it's greatly improved and this one's an
2: R-rated cut and it's glorious because of it. Yes, it's yeah. fascinating. Very entertaining. We were pretty much just... I don't know, we were high-fiving half the time. It was just so... It, it, it was actually fun. Like, it was a good time. But, okay, I think Tyler and I, and and,
1: and Joseph as well, we, we've said with the previous movies, a lot of the action scenes, they're just, like, whatever. They're yes. very run-of-the-mill, or they're, they're too ridiculous. They're just... Well, I think what it comes down to is that a lot of them are designed in the style of
0: a fun Hobbit cartoon kid's kind... Not necessarily kid, but, you know... Uh, uh, Less mature adventure story. Yeah, this one, the all the action is pretty much Peter Jackson's specialty, Lord of the Rings action. Yes,
1: and of course there are, there are lots of moments where it's like, oh, the physics are just all over the place, yes. and it's, it's it's very very cartoony and very schlocky. Yes, but at the same time, it's super
2: violent. Yes, and I enjoyed myself greatly. And, and it feels like they're really really committed to it. Which yeah. nice. Yes,
1: which is just bizarre because of what a what a. Crap! Show it was to shoot this. Like uh, I've seen some of the behind the scenes material, and apparently, like they they had to stop shooting battle scenes in this because they didn't know what what they were yeah. shooting. Yeah. So they had to stop and like take a short hiatus to figure out what what it was they were doing. Right. Once again, what happens when you split this up into three movies? Yeah, exactly. Um. But it's just amazing how many of the action sequences, like they're not what I would have wanted in a Hobbit movie, mm-hmm. but I found them entertaining nonetheless. It, it felt very similar to, to our reaction to Transformers Dark of the Moon. Yes. Where we're finally like wow! Yeah, the story's kind of stupid. Whatever. They're pulling
2: Cybertron to Earth. And it's kind of schlocky. Where we kind of realize... But the action scenes are awesome! Yeah, because yeah, they finally figured out the camera and like what works yeah, for that where where
0: we, it's Yeah, it's very much the same thing where the first two movies were kind of just sitting there like, oh wait these aren't... Like, like even the stuff people say is good is not very good yeah. and like there's just a lot of crap in these. And this one still has all that crap, but now it's improved because at least one thing is going right.
1: And, and that being said, like, for every good thing that was that was going right for this movie, I was just like, there's <laughs> there's like three other things that are driving me insane. Yes. Yes. Um, and we'll get to those. Uh, like, the, it would be like, really cool, awesome moment, followed by dumb uh, Thorin's uncle or cousin or whatever is a fully CGI character, even though he's played by an actor. Right. G- what? Yeah. Yeah, dang. Yeah, What's what's up with that? Yeah. Why is he a cartoon character? His name's
0: actually (laughs) Bofur.
2: Wrong, but. His name's
1: Keely, and he's in love with Kate from Lost. Come on. (laughs) They're all the same. I'm racist against dwarves, (laughs) apparently.
3: There's
0: (laughs) a
2: lot of racist undertones. I'm an elf
1: here, here. okay? okay.
0: (laughs) Excuse me, Kate from Lost has been upgraded. She's now Hope from Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay.
2: I thought that she was. Just call her the Wasp. I thought she was real life Fiona from Shrek. There we go. I didn't
1: make that realization when we were watching. And I was like, guys, I think she looks kind of like Fiona from Shrek. Because typically she's wearing like a green. She's dress. wearing a green gown outfit, yeah, gown. and she's got red hair.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. that—that that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, overall, a lot of the action scenes, particularly the one where they're like sledding across the ice. Yeah, I was say, so it's we all probably, extended.
0: We, should, we, we can dive into that more in depth because that's that is the, maybe the saving grace of this movie. Yeah. That was the one moment where we were like, maybe this isn't as terrible as we thought it was. Yeah. But um, there's
1: just so much violence, but and yeah. it's it's just so visceral, and it, like it comes out of nowhere. Like like they're just suddenly like monsters get cut up, and they just start bleeding everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, where? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. yeah. this we'll, movie we'll ju-
1: it, this movie we, just got a shot we'll, in the arm we'll have
0: to get into all the R-rated yeah.
3: stuff
1: um, my worst thing it's been a long time building up Alfred I think he's one of the worst characters ever created for a movie <laughs> um, that may be harsh to some it's not for me uh, I find him constantly grading I hate every time he's on screen I just wanted the villagers to kill him at the very beginning why Bard had to save him I don't know why let him die, whatever. Um, however, the extended cut does improve things ever so slightly. <laughs> In a bizarre. In a very, very bizarre way. And I will go ahead and explain that. Go for it. So, the end of the theatrical cut of his story is him. I don't
0: know. Do we want to talk on this now or do we want to wait until we explain all the terrible running gags with him and everything?
1: Yeah, I, we, we, we might want to put a pin in that just
0: just to explore the character of Alfred Yes, it in was, detail they
1: take a weird turn with his character yes. in the extended cut that I was not expecting I did not know that going in so that was kind of yeah. exciting for yeah. me as a person who hates his character yeah. so so much but yeah
2: okay do you, do you want me to go? go for it okay so my favorite thing was probably all was they actually had a lot of good moments with uh, Martin Freeman mm-hmm. and him interacting mm-hmm. with all the dwarves and they, this they actually. Is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Tom. Well, I
0: was just gonna say this is the the movie that most has,
2: like, Martin Freeman front and center, which is odd and not what I thought was the case. Be, well, because and this kind of leads into my my worst thing. Like I was saying, he has very good moments with, with the Doors. There's definitely some heart to it, and like, it feels like a very Middle Earth interaction where it's very intimate. But then that leads into the worst thing, is that these interactions are based on a few pages of book. Yes. This entire two hour and 44 minute movie is based on like maybe a dozen pages out of the book.
1: Is it really that, that few?
0: Yeah. I mean, wow. Cause Martin, well, cause Martin Freeman is not Martin Freeman. Bilbo is literally knocked out for the entirety of mm-hmm. like, he, I think it's like he's, he's in the involved in the first sort of charge. Immediately gets knocked out. Yeah. Wakes up and figures out what the results of the battle. Were.
2: And like Thorns dead. And like Yeah. All that stuff.
0: (laughs) But yeah, no, it's it really is. Yeah, none of that gets it's. They get we get some some flashback explanation kind of stuff. Yeah, but again, that's not what the point of the the book is. A big adventure story. Yeah, and and how this little hobbit gets caught up in it. It's never really it never really has the scope of the the armies and everything the battle. I mean, it's 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 almost as if. it it, like it's this it would be the same perspective if you had lord of the rings although obviously this would still be much darker source material but if you had lord of the rings and it was only what what frodo was up to right everything else was was not there and so it's just frodo getting to mordor right it would be the same kind
2: of idea and the same kind of perspective it's this idea of being in a very large world being a very small person yes and i don't know it's, it's just like it's they should not have pushed for this third movie. They really barely should have pushed for two movies mm-hmm. yeah. out of all this.
1: Well it, it was it's weird because my perspective on watching it this time, um, I was expecting nothing but the worst yes with the worst you know uh, So going into this, it was just fascinating to watch it and be like, I feel like this is kind of justifying itself being its own movie.
0: And that's kind of what not I was... not
1: not a two hour and forty five minute movie maybe like two hours maybe
0: yes I mean uh, yeah these, these sh- but this... I
1: feel like a lot of the stuff with the bat like it was justifying itself being a movie on its own
0: yeah and that's what I was thinking too is that I always my my perspective was always like oh you know they they really fleshed out the or like like made the third one huge and bloated in order to match that three movie set yeah the three movie mandate. But it really almost feels like, in in retrospect, the second one was actually the one that was the most sort of affected by that. Where they they add the the crazy fight at the end of uh, the Lonely Mountain, yeah, or at the Lonely Mountain with all the doors at the end, where it's you know it's all with Smaug and basically it's just an entire fight we, that we
1: don't need. I'm, I'm gonna soak up the sun.
0: Sure, yes, exactly. Um, there's a bunch of random like. I don't know. I'm trying to. I feel like I'm missing. Joseph,
1: did you watch the desolation of Smaug with uh, "I'm Gonna Soak Up the Sun" playing in that scene? No. Uh, you should have. No. It it, it enhances but. the experience. It goes from being an F minus to an F. You know, <laughs> I
2: I am sure it goes it, from being an F minus to an F minus. <laughs> it sort of knocks it out, but like I won't, the funny thing you're talking about songs is at the beginning of this movie when Smaug is ripping through Lake Town. Tyler starts playing a song right before he gets shot. What was the song, Tyler? This
0: was The First Cut is the Deepest, also by Sheryl Crow. Well, I believe it's a cover by Sheryl Crow, but it is the canonical version of The First Cut is the Deepest.
2: And it's great because he thinks he mistimes it, and because they drag on the part where he shoots him for so long, it
1: actually works
0: out. Singed back up with the chorus. (laughs) It says The
2: First Cut is the Deepest right as the arrow
1: pierces his mouth
2: and it's beautiful but at the same time I'm, in, I'm incredibly annoyed that these guys keep finding a way to work in music <laughs> to these scenes that they don't belong in or maybe they always belong we, in. we have no. we have to have fun doing we this we have fun here so we have to Howard, by Howard necessity Shore has worked so hard to make score that works for these moments yes. and Warner now, Brothers
1: has worked so hard to ruin it <laughs> to undermine him at every turn even though
2: just like Peter Jackson he had very little time to come up with this stuff but i will say there's a lot of times where they kind of go for the very like silent no sound treatment so that you really feel the impact of stuff so that kind of leaves you some room for songs like that
0: so the but yeah go i agree with with all that yeah they they yeah it's fascinating um but i was gonna say specifically the second one like i was just trying to think of all of the different stuff that gets sort of made up for that movie yeah because that's the one where most of the love triangle stuff between Toriel and Gilligan and <laughs> he's gonna keep going for those, who, for those who missed the last podcast uh, the elf that also
1: go back and listen to the last the, podcast <laughs> the
0: elf that Toriel uh, uh, the dwarf falls in love with yes that the dwarf that Toriel falls in love with uh, I've decided his name is Gilligan because they're it's just too hard to keep track of the his name is Keeley um, alternatively Beaufort I will, I will also accept
1: uh, <laughs> I will also accept Radigas. <laughs> okay, he's not even a dwarf,
0: is he? Though uh, <laughs> he's pretty short. The basically, um, if we think about, I will also accept Christopher Lee. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we think about going back, <laughs> going back to the second one and comparing that, now that I've kind of we've watched it through, one I'm kind of realizing like the, the difference. Right. It, going back to the second one, what they added was they the entire barrel scene turned into this overblown mess, um, with the
1: fat guy bouncing from side with, to side. With,
0: with Beaufort bouncing from side to side. One of the worst moments ever. <laughs> um, they added the entire love triangle plot line happening in Lake Town and everything. They added another orc fight in Lake Town. They added this smaug fight under the moon. Legolas Mountain.
1: having a a grudge against yes uh, Azog's son. What's his name? Oh, Bulk, Yeah, actually, you
0: remember. It's actually Bofur, but... Um, they,
1: they the, the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Bofurs. <laughs> I need
2: it. You're welcome. <laughs> but anyway. See, it's great because we actually lined up all the characters. I guarantee the last one Tyler would pick out to be Beaufort would be Bofur. That, that is absolutely correct. See, then 100%. Then, then there's the, the one we so, call... Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, let's talk about Paul for a second. Just, just... No, actually... Uh, George well, Paul Ringo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: actually, I'll put a John. draw on. There's a lot of the topics I want to get to, but I don't want to, like, get all our good topics S- out right sorry, away. Sorry um, to drag you out to the side. Anyway. We um, just <laughs> <it's good. Huh? laughs> need to get back to best and worst <laughs> things. I, I know, I know. I'm about to get that, But I'm just saying that that movie adds so much that is just so, like... It is just a constant slog of here's some terrible CGI action over and over, some terrible character interactions between characters we don't care about over and over, and it's just, like, beating us over with the head with it. This movie... I mean, I'm not saying that there's not a lot of that in this movie as well, but this movie feels more like because we've set up these weird... character, a lot of weird character relationships that don't really need to be there, but because we've already set them up, all we have to do is pay them off in this one. And... I don't know, in general, it feels like this movie was always going to be... It feels like the second movie was always going to be a lot closer to what this movie turned out to be than what the second movie turned out to be. Where I had all... So, like, to, to kind of explain, I had always thought, like, okay, they, basically, it was going to be two movies. Uh, the second movie was going to have... be mostly stuff... The second movie from the original plan was going to have mostly stuff from the second movie as it currently stands... Mm-hmm. And then just a little bit of the th- the third act was going to be the third movie, right? So I that's it had always been my perspective. They expanded the third act of one movie into a full yeah uh, movie. Yeah, when they expanded that, it kind of feels more like they expanded the first act of the second movie yeah. into a full movie for the second and then the current two movie, and then the second and third act turn into the Battle of Five Armies. I know that's that's really hard to map out.
2: So what you're um, trying so. to say is. That- the second movie was more of a stretch than the first yes, movie. Yes, yes, exactly. That's okay. after we re- after watching all of these, that's kind of what it feels like. Which
1: makes a ton of sense. Yes, sir. Um, well, I, I feel like just just trying to think about it logically in my head. If you're trying to do two movies, mm-hmm. I feel like the most logical place to split it up would be they get to Lake Town. Mm-hmm. And that's where the first movie ends. Mm-hmm. And then the second movie would be they, they get into the mountain, they take care of Smaug, and then the battle will happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and
1: and if you play it
0: like that, then you've got okay, Smaug is the first act. Yes. Then you build into you can you can do a little bit of fun action, you can kind of build into a bigger battle yeah. uh, than maybe what was in the books with the second and third act. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is kind of how I'm thinking of it. What um, we're
2: trying to say is this should have been two movies. Yes,
0: that's the ultimate bottom line. Um, one probably would have been too much to ask
2: because two, two, I get that.
1: To, two, two to two and a half hours exactly.
2: Movies. Yeah, yes. not three-hour movies. Not even like maybe if you want to extend some stuff, but there's not even that much to extend. Yes, they really shouldn't have added the the necromancer stuff with exactly. all the appendices. Oh, that happened in this. It did in the very beginning, very well. and that kind of goes into your action scene thing. Mm-hmm. But. Oh, yeah, played. yeah, I forgot that. That action scene is great. Like, I guarantee you, they did not drag out all the me- the necromancer stuff from the closet just so they could have it there to like be fan service. They did that so that they could have three full length movies. Yep, and and, that's and a also shame. so that they could get in all the famous actors from Lord of the Rings. Right. For, like
0: marketing, here they are. Right, um, which is great seeing Kate C- Blanchett. It and is. All that it stuff. is. Like, and but, this is
1: Christopher Lee's last on screen appearance, exactly. right? Didn't he pass away shortly after this? Yeah, yeah.
0: which is it. You mentioned this, I think, when we Rest were talking about peace. the first one. Yeah. Exactly. Um, he was he. You said that he was really excited about the fact that he gets the final line. Leads yeah, there, Sauron to me. The,
1: yeah, there, there's some. I uh, maybe he was on Lindsay Ellis's video. by yeah. the way, go and watch her video essays yes. on the Hobbit movies. They're fascinating. Um, once again, Warner Brothers is indeed the worst studio. Correct. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a bit in the the behind the scenes where he goes uh, like he's really excited. He's like, in Sauron's last line is. Leave Sauron to me, and he's like super excited yeah. and jazzed and that, about the this line. There's something
0: very like sweet about that. Like, there's, there's
1: also something I mean, depressing about it. I know it. there
0: is. There, is, I, I see that as well. But I'm like, I'm. I, it's very happy. I. It really makes me happy that he went out on something that he was really excited about. Yeah. He went out playing the character. Uh, at least, the, I know he wanted to play Gandalf, but he played playing a character from the yeah. universe that he loved and was, you know, just completely obsessed with over and, and, like, the fact that he got to say that. I don't know, there's something that warms my heart a little bit about that. I don't think, I don't really give credit to anybody other than Christopher Lee for finding joy in that. Yeah. Uh, as far as, like, I don't give, really give credit to them for giving that to him. Right. To, but, I'm just happy it is happy. nice. Yeah. It is nice that he was no, very no. happy.
1: You no, know? he went up to Peter Jackson and said, I've got a line for you. <laughs> Leave Sauron to me. And Pete Jackson goes, all right, we're doing
0: it. Maybe. Maybe. No, Potentially
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. So my best thing, um, kind of tying into what we were just talking about with the stretching of the movies is the fact that this movie actually has time to breathe. Yeah. Uh, it really does not feel like the first two movies. Um, again, tying into the fact of where you were saying they should split up the movies, right? Uh, if they only had two, because those first two movies are just such a breakneck slog of action scene after action scene after set piece after action scene. We're just rolling along. We're, we, we might stop for like one 10 minute conversation in Rivendell yeah. for no reason and then like continue on and rolling, 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 rolling. It's just this is
1: strange because they're three hours a
0: piece. Yeah. This one, it's just like we get there, we, we have the, the opening sequence with S- Smaug, and then we just. Which stop. should have been the end of the last exactly. one. Exactly. If you are
1: going to have it in the three movies. Exactly.
0: And then we just stop for a while. Yeah, we take a breather. We we set up some set up some pieces. It's not it doesn't lead to this ma- magnificent payoff by any stretch, but we we have characters interact. Uh, Thorin's arc is like just completely skewed and, and screwed up, and it's not organic in the slightest. But he gets an arc. We explore his character. We get to explore Martin Freeman a lot. We get to see a lot of Bilbo and, and Bilbo interacting. Bilbo takes agency. He's proactive in this movie. He actually has does things that assist the doors aside from just like talking his way out of situations like yeah he actually actively plays a part in the final role mm-hmm. and there, like it really is a long there's at least half an hour 45 minutes where aside from maybe it's broken up by the the necromancer uh, battle sequence but aside from that it's actually there's there's a long period of time where we're not constantly being fed action we yeah. just get to kind of finally start to explore these characters and I would say that most of the characterization for the dwarves that are not Gilligan and I mean it really the, all, all jokes aside like we don't get characterization for Kili Kili is the one that dates yes that's Kili supposed, supposed yeah anyway we don't really don't get much characterization all, at all for any of the dwarves beyond Thorin and Kili and the fat one
1: uh, and the wise one and yeah the who's wise the, who's old the
0: one. wise one
2: wait which one the old one yes, or, okay, yes. that's the Balin Balin. 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 Sorry. Balin. 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 <laughs> Balin, by the way. Yes, Balin. There we go. Um, Balin's a baller. If you're yes. wondering where you've heard that name before, he was at the tomb that Gimli was crying over when they were in Moria. And there is not a scene of that. There's not.
0: Which I thought. They didn't make mention of not They, don't, they don't reference okay. that, uh, which is the weirdest thing, because you'd think that'd be. Oh, Bolin! You know I'm I'm gonna be the guy that Gimli finds in uh in
1: in fellowship. You know that's gonna be a whole thing. That you remember that scene with the troll? Like how many times during the battle did we come up with jokes of how they would inappropriately bring up? Oh, this is my lad, Gimli. Here's his oh, picture.
0: Great. We I'm sure we will do the same at least four times. Throughout this podcast. Uh, but yeah, it's.
1: Like, there's, there's weird moments where they're just standing there. I'm like, okay, they, they, they should not be standing and talking in the middle of battle. Yes. And then you brought up Gloin, that's his dad's name? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, He's Gloin. wearing Gimli's battle helmet. Yes. Yeah. And the, this is my helmet. I'm going to leave it to my wee lad Gimli. No, it, it, <laughs> you remember my wee lad Gimli? has his picture. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
2: it, it. Well, and, like, the funny thing about that is it does kind of add this heirloom-ish feel to it so that's fine it's
1: a nice subtle detail in the background they don't don't push it in your face they could have easily done what I just said I'm gonna leave it to my wee lad when I'm dead (laughs) (laughs) do you remember his name? Gimli
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: but so really yeah really like up to this movie I think if you had tried to point the dwarves out to, to people they would not have known the names at all I don't think except for maybe Thorin um and and like as a general audience, you would you would remember Thorin, uh, Aragorn lookalike, who is trying to date Toriel. Keely. I know it's Keeley, but I'm just it's saying. He, no, it's Gilligan. Come on, guys. Um, okay, right and then the fat one and the old one. Yeah, and that's those are the, or, the orcs. Those are the dwarves that have actually gotten. And then like, the
1: brother of uh, Kate from Lost's boyfriend. But even then, like, I, just because the, he's the only he's the only he other there, one that dies.
0: I know, no, no, no. I'm saying up to this point. Up to this. Oh, point. up to
1: this point. Okay, I thought I thought you were. We oh, do th-
0: yeah. in this movie. We actually get some of the dwarves like taking a stand and
1: talking to Thorin about yeah, like, like there's Dwallin. a scene. Right, yeah, Dwallin, r- r- Dwallin. right, right before. Uh, and I know Dwalin's name now. <laughs> right before Thorin loses his mind and he's walking on the gold and he's like, "Dragon, I'm I'm going crazy." Yeah, in a very strange scene. But there's there's the one that confronts him beforehand. And he's like, "You you're you're not yourself." And and Thorne's just yelling at him. I'm like, oh, this guy's—he's trying. He's—he's yeah. he's working it. Yeah, we
0: get we get Feely established because we we get more of the establishment of oh, he's keely's brother, and he, he gets killed by the orc. It's kind of the inciting action for this final set piece. Yeah, and so we actually start to see the doors. um Yeah, it's it, it's really interesting. I I guess I'll go ahead and bring up Paul now. <laughs>
2: So Tyler keeps seeing this one dwarf twice. I have, I swear, I have only
0: he's noticed him twice through the entire franchise, and both times were in this movie. I saw him at one point during this movie, and I was like, I swear, I have not seen that dwarf before. He He showed up again at like right at the very end during the funeral scene, and that's it. And I was just amazed because I was like, I, I could not. If you had shown me uh, like uh, fifteen dwarves like you know actors look, made it to look like doors I could have probably picked out all of the ones except for that guy I would have just been taking a guess I swear as far as the last three or four uh, like out of that that group because I did not recognize at all and I decided they, his name was Paul
1: they paid him as an extra not as an actor because he had no dialogue <laughs> or screen time <laughs> and, it's,
2: and it's funny because i I could be totally wrong about this. Besides, like, some of the ones that we're meant to, like, actually, like, care about, yeah. he might be the one that has the least amount of, like, prosthetics on his face. He's got a little bit. He's got a big He's got a big nose, I think. Uh,
1: I would still say Thorn and Keeley. Sure. First. Well, no, I said besides the one we care about. Yeah. Right? Besides like, the <laughs> main... I, I keep dismissing Besides missing the details. ones we're supposed to sympathize with. See, this is humor. the mindset I had when I was watching this movie, so now it's just carried over to the podcasting. Right. Right. I apologize. It's fine.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm... Okay, <laughs> On the other come hand, on be a professional man I know for sure that I've seen Paul in all the other movies I do not remember him in the slightest I'm sure
0: he's that's... in there I do not remember him in the slightest Alex sorry yeah you, you I don't do... remember him
1: <laughs> yeah so, I, I, I got nothing <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> yeah. so yeah that, that's Paul at this us. point I, can't, I I, don't even remember the number of dwarves that were there like I don't remember how yeah, many were in the party it's definitely
0: somewhere between 10 and 15 <laughs> <laughs>
1: could have been a hundred i wouldn't have known (laughs) um
0: so that's my best thing is this movie actually gives us time to get to know some of the characters and we kind of have a good time with it as as terrible as cgi dane is we do actually get a nice conversation with him and the elves and like we kind of get some more information about
1: him. he has a personality like he gets to time he he's he's making fun of lee pace the whole time i'm like this is great yeah like shove it yeah you, you fairy <laughs> what is happening right now Lee Pace continues to be great in this movie despite having like, nothing to work with
2: <laughs> he's trying very hard so if you're wondering out of the group that's been traveling there's 13 total dwarves okay like I said, could have been a hundred. I wouldn't have known. How many can you name? Let's go. No, 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 no. Put,
1: put, put that right, phone right now. Let's... Well, now he's already cheating. He All right, now I'm going to try and guess it. Then I, you, you, you made you be... me. Do you think you can do that? <laughs> how, many, how many? can you get? I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> name them off. No, let's hear it. Let's do it. Thorin Keeley right. Feely Bombo. <laughs> what would you say? Bomber. That's Bomber. Ballin. Balden. Ballin is baller. Balin, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah, you got him. I think that might be it. Was <laughs> that like
0: five? All right. Yeah. So, so here we go. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Bofer? Okay. Beaufort. 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 We're doing real good. <laughs> you got Beaufort. Yeah. There is also Bofer. Bofer.
3: Is that yeah, right? Yeah, Bofer? You're good. Bofur. Bofur.
0: <laughs> I don't think I can remember the last one. I got that's that's all I got.
1: The last one's name is Bo Bofer.
0: <laughs> no, that can't be right.
1: I think
2: it's Bofer. <laughs> For you uh, hardcore fans out there, Paul, the, the one we're referring to that we didn't know, that's uh, Dory. D-O-R-I. His name's Dory. I'm not kidding.
1: It gives finding Dory a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Especially
0: since she she has short-term memory loss.
1: Yep. So what's your worst thing, Tyler? Tyler. <sighs>
0: It's not going to be everything else this time, so there's that. Uh, well, yeah, um,
1: I I think can we all agree that the second one, at least the consensus among us, is that that the second one is the worst.
2: Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be the I, best out of the three. Yes, Same.
1: I was not expecting this. Well, I thought the first one was going to be the best. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I thought the first one was going to be the best, and that it was just going to yeah. be all downhill from there. Um.
1: Not quite, not quite. One unexpected turn of events. Maybe it's just what expectations. not unexpected, drink. No. Maybe it's just all about <laughs> expectations. And it might. Be, I. There's
0: some of that, but they, I think
2: there is no plate throwing. <laughs> scene. He's
0: just, he's just chilling <laughs> to the side. Paul's just over there, like I'm here, guys.
1: What's your worst thing? He's Tyler? the guy
0: they throw in there when they need to put him in a scene so that the scene
1: looks more crowded, and
0: he's like, they're just like, let's just squeeze him right there.
1: So Tyler. Um, what is your worst thing? <laughs> you can say Alfred, it's okay, you know you want to. No,
0: it's not my worst thing. Um It's a good question.
1: Am yeah. I am I the only other uh, the only person that thinks Alfred is like the worst? Okay. He's okay. pretty bad. I,
0: I, my worst thing is the
1: look of the movie. It's very yes. oversaturated. It's No, no, full no. Of CGI. It's, it's not oversaturated. Or it's like desaturated. Whatever right? the
0: I don't know enough about color grading. I just know that it doesn't look right. Well, it's just... It's very bright. It's its very shiny, and it looks odd. It looks um, f- artificial. It looks very fake, all, which is not help... all the characters
1: look super, super pale.
0: Yeah, it looks very fake, which does not help all of the CGI they use. There's yeah. so much CGI in this. Very little practical effects. Uh, very little use of practical effects with CGI, which would be preferable. it's—it's yeah. it's, There's a ton of video game action scenes in this. Yes. Um,
1: which once you embrace the dumbness can be does, a lot of fun it
0: does work I mean, it does kind of make you settle in eventually but it's it, it just
1: like Stockholm Syndrome
0: exactly uh, there's no way you would ever
1: this movie bludgeoned me in the head until I liked it
0: yeah um, there's there's no way that you that's that my review on the po- be...
1: that's my quote on the poster by right, the way Right. like
0: there's it, th- this could never be on the level of the Lord of the Rings movies because of that it. like it's just right. immediately off the bat you can just tell and it, I feel like it's worst in this one am I wrong I know that both, all those problems I just mentioned are present in the other two I think it might be the worst in this.
1: I think it's consistent among all of you them. You think so? Like, like just the, the goblin chase scene... Well, maybe
0: it's just because there is
1: that much more CG. I don't know. Well, it's because... well, know. With all three of them, I can point to just terrible set pieces right. that completely take me out of it. Like, the, the first one. Goblin chase scene with the Goblin King, and he's doing his little sing-along thing, and then they crash yep. through the bridge, and it falls yep. all the way down. I'm like, physics!
2: Whatever! Well, I'm just
1: talking about the look,
2: though. I'm just yeah. saying... Well, one thing is, whenever they like, whenever a lot of the orcs are running into... Uh, is it Dan what's the is it dale is that the name of the city yes whenever they're all rushing into dale though it's actually go right a lot but of the, those works are actually people in suits yes so that's nice they actually did start mixing in a, a little bit of practical effect mm-hmm. so that's nice the there giants. Are, there are here, some works in there yeah that's n- pretty good none of the giants are practical and that's pretty normal yeah i mean well, yeah that's but fine.
0: they still don't look as real as the cape troll right and which in fairness that's in a dark setting so easier easier to know hey I've got it how about you write it
1: to the battles at night sure
0: well I was just going to say like half the problem solved I can use the excuse okay well the cave troll scene that's in the dark however it's not that dark for one two that was 15 years ago (laughs) maybe not quite Uh, close enough that you should be able to figure it out
1: 13 years ago yes between this and fellowship
0: you should you should be able to do better
1: But when it's a rush job, because the studio you're working for is the worst. Exactly. There's only so much you can do. Right, Henry Cavill? Mustache looked pretty good.
2: You know, it actually is looking pretty good in the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer, so... (laughs) I'm so pumped. (laughs) So... So pumped. You know, I'm starting to forgive him for that, because it does look pretty great. Oh, I don't... I'm not mad at him for it. I don't blame him at all. Well, I'm saying, like... Wasn't it, like, a reshoot issue? Like... Yes, he was fine he, before. He and, had
0: he had grown out the mustache for Mission Impossible, right? And then they wanted him to come back for research on Justice League, and he's like, I can't. And he was sh- I like, I the well, to keep this. well, he could have found a way around it. I think he he was like, I want to go for <laughs> the franchise that is going to serve me better in the long run.
1: Fair sure. To be and the movie that's going to serve me. He better. sees that the writing's on the wall. I think for, there's a very good chance of DC that's movies. What's occurred there. Yeah, um, he's like, sure. oh, really? The hinges on a mustache. Yeah, never mind. I don't. I don't need Superman. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they could have done something. Yes. It's it's well, the War- exact same situation. Well, Warner
1: Brothers volunteered to pay for the CGI to add back on the mustache for Mission Impossible, because <laughs> they said that would be a lot easier to do than to have
2: have to remove it. See, here's my question: Why couldn't they have just just done the? Uh... And you know what? I bet the makers of Mission Impossible were like. We know that's going to look
1: terrible. Well, two things. Did One, you watch the third act of Wonder Woman? <laughs> two things. One,
2: <laughs> Garbage! They stole the footage thing. So that just wasn't well done. And two, maybe they should have just let him do a prosthetic for Mission Impossible. Or maybe they just worried about it. Or maybe, yeah, really, or really maybe we should really just get off this subject. We should, but realistically, <laughs> there's a
0: way. But it comes back to the same point of Warner Brothers forcing a movie to get out in a particular time rushing the job putting the director under ridiculous pressure to like get something figured out for something they never could possibly have gotten figured out and the time and budget constraints that they had and then just hoping the end result is going to be fine i assume this is the one that grossed the least out of all these i'll check that to make sure they
1: all grossed they all did around a billion
2: they all did well they all did well and they all had fairly large budgets but yes, so that's it's, not, it, it's not like their budget should have restricted them on the quality of the movie. Really, it's the preparation time they gave them. Their time yeah. budget was not nearly as much as they needed. Yeah. So This was the, the least grossing both uh, domestic domestic
0: and worldwide. Yeah, okay.
2: but it broke a billion overall? No. No? The
0: last two did not. Only the first one. Oh. They came close. It was they were like nine fifty.
1: Um, so we should probably get into the, the meat of the movie,
2: right? Probably.
1: So so, how did we feel about the beginning, which should have been the end of the last one?
2: You know, I, I, so I'm, I'm one of those people that didn't really mind the cliffhanger. If they were going to do three movies, I didn't mind that cliffhanger. Because it brings you back, and it kind of gets you right back into the action. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could definitely see how it would be better to maybe start off with the necromancer. Yeah. action scene for yeah. the beginning of the movie and then have this mount like you said push back to the second movie um, I, I don't know it was
1: okay yeah because f- yeah, then you would have like a ticking time bomb of Gandalf knows these orc armies are coming for right. dwarves and stuff right. and, and that's to... how that's the opening of the movie
0: yes which is overall dumb um, that action scene yes it gives Gandalf the ability to know oh hey orcs are coming yeah um, but other than that, it's kind of really okay. just completely shoehorned in. And yes, comes it, out of nowhere.
1: it is. It, it is shoehorned. My real yeah. problem with it: mm-hmm. if you're going to have it in there, don't directly say that it's Sauron. Just mm-hmm. have it be that Necromancer is the threat. We don't really know what it is. It's something from our, it, long ago. It, it's yeah. this this long forgotten threat. We don't know what it is. Right. And it, somehow it's an amas, amassed a couple of orc armies and it sent them off to the dwarf, the, the dwarf uh, stronghold. Um, And then you have the end with Sauron going, I'm going to take care of this necromancer business. I'm going to find out what's up. And then, because the problem is, I I talked a bit about this in the last one, they should know that the threat is Sauron in in Lord of the Rings. They seem really surprised that it's Sauron in in charge of everything in Lord of the Rings. When just 60 years prior, they're like, yeah, Sauron, evil eye, he sent armies to do this thing. Like, connect the dots a little bit, people. (laughs)
2: Well, it wasn't 60 years prior. I don't believe so. Yeah. Are we talking about, like, with the seal door and stuff?
1: No, no, no. No. I'm talking between the events of this movie and in fellowship.
2: fellowship. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Never
1: mind. Never mind. Um, But, yeah, I feel like if you just make that minor tweak of they don't know what Sauron... You don't see the image of the eye because that's just the most pandering thing. <laughs> I think that and the the Aragorn Strider nonsense at the end; those are the only two bits of pandering in this particular film that I found very very annoying. Um, there wasn't another. Oh, that's my son Gimlet. There wasn't a moment like that in the movie. Kind of yeah. except was, for the I, I, except I, for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there, well, there's a ranger. What's
2: his name? Well. The name he currently goes by is Bofer. but his true name you'll we'll have to find out. <laughs> they, they did bring up the Sackville Bagginses yeah. at the end, so that's yeah. kind of a
0: callback. Although oh, it's kind of odd the way that it, uh, bidding scene leaves off where he walks in and he's like, I'm back! And then he just leaves everyone, he doesn't like it, then like, no one starts bringing his stuff back in.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm assuming it's based, kind of weird based thing. on the fact that that guy looked like a, an official, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's it not that. But anyway
1: very convenient that he shows up right when they're selling sure. all the yeah, stuff That's, that's
2: fine. but it's really fun yeah it's a
0: fun, fun scene a fun little bit yeah
1: um but smug pretty good should bard I mean, be in this movie i feel like bard has like nothing to do except for my family's in danger and oh alfred yeah, you he, sly dog you he kind of disappears after the battle is he he, he gets no, like, resolution, does he?
2: Not that I remember. His only resolution is, like, saying goodbye to uh, Alfred. That's it. That's <laughs> the end. Is that <laughs> Did it? Did we see him again after that? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. That's so weird. Because I don't think he's, like, at the funeral.
1: He gets no resolution with Gandalf or Lee yeah. Pace or... or yeah. I'm going to just keep, keep calling him Lee Pace because I don't remember his name. Bofur. When in doubt, we need for 2020 t-shirts <laughs> on the double. Bofor for
2: 2020. I do well. Anyway. But yeah, I... he, I, I'm pretty sure he, the, the most closure we get from him is after he kills that giant that's trying to attack Alfred. I feel mm-hmm. like
1: they should have somehow gotten Bard to be involved with Thorin and Bilbo up yes. on the, the ice yeah. hill or wherever they are.
0: Because he really shouldn't have any sort of a part in the final battle like once he's taken out Smaug, it should be like yeah. alright we're done done with him I mean, it's not that important anymore he's, he may be leading in the Dale order but the, it feels like they're trying to build up this weird like oh leadership assumption thing yeah. like where he's kind of becoming the new north new new king of the of
1: Lake Town like it's just an odd are, are you not going to say king in the north eh, sure you're not going with I, that uh, come on well,
2: well, the king, is, in, wait, the is, king in the north is Aragorn so you can't really go with that. you can't say Aragorn on this podcast
1: you have to say it's Strider <laughs> and that everybody else they'll have to find out what the real name is for themselves I don't care come
2: on I don't care come on his name is Aragorn it's like you don't respect this movie Aragorn. <laughs> you know <laughs> I really don't now if we were talking about like the first half of the Fellowship of the Ring Strider but that's it after that he's Aragorn
1: fair enough moving on <laughs> no, we're gonna stick to this. Uh I feel like Alfred should have just died. Yeah, we with, can talk about Alfred with, with with Stephen Fry's character. Like they should have just put yes. both off. So
0: they continue. Yeah, Stephen Fry's character gets killed when Smog falls on him, and, okay. and then Alfred floats around. And there's there's a weird scene where Alfred, uh, like like someone comes out of the crowd after they all, they've all washed up on the the beach or whatever. Yeah, and Alfred comes out. And uh, or like, a guy comes out of the crowd and, and is like, "Hey, Bard! That guy killed Smaug! I saw it! It's amazing!" And then Alfred like tries to like cheer on, cheer him on, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll hail the dragon!" Well, he, he tries and, to
1: be like, "Oh, he's going to be the one in charge now. I'll be his yes. right hand man." And
0: the crowd immediately turns on him and tries to start hanging him. Yeah, in Ooh. a very dark turn. like immediately is just like, "Wait, what?" Which well, is it, what I wanted. <laughs> sure. Sure, but it's just a weird choice because then Bard is like, Hey, stop. We don't need to do this. It's fine. And then Alfred becomes, like, sort of his right-hand man for, like, the next 20 minutes.
1: Even though he does nothing yes. but up Bard's but it's, plans. it's already just a weird Hey! Choice. Hey, Alfred! I need you to keep watch, you know, while we stay here and chill because all of us are tired and whatnot. Alfred, can you do this for me? Oh, hey, there's an elf army here. Oh, thanks, Alfred. You're so, so helpful. Hey, can you protect my family? Oh, you're you're dressed like a woman stuffing gold coins in your purse. Yes. Or your bra, excuse me. Anyway. Uh-huh. Have I mentioned I hate Alfred? Yes. No. But but I was going to say... I think- hate everything about him. I hate his look. I hate his voice. I hate the fact that it's an I instead of an E in his name. I'm not aware. Nothing about it is right. So anyway,
0: <laughs> the scene is already weird because it's... You'd think it should be like, oh, you know, Alfred cheers him on, everyone joins in, and they're like, yeah, you know, this guy does seem pretty cool. And so then, like, Bart seems like a good leader. So then they elect him leader or whatever, and they move on with him. And then maybe Alfred's around, and, and he's playing sort of a warm tongue thing where he sort of uh, tries to pull people, So dissension. I don't know, something happens with him. Um, but instead, you just establish, hey, the guy who just killed the dragon is a good guy like you just reiterate that and then you have all the townspeople seem like complete jerks because then they go to murder a guy immediately and also we never get any more characterization of them again except for Bard's son helps kill some orcs.
1: Yeah. It's just a weird
0: way to handle everything. Like they just don't know what to do with that entire plotline line after yep. they leave. Do we want to talk about Alfred's death
3: scene?
1: Yes. I guess. So in the theatrical cut the last we see of him and he's, Bard. And Bard. Is he's, he's talking with Bard. He's got gold coins stuffed down his bra. He it looks like he's it looks very big. And then he just kind of walks <laughs> off. Yep. Like, it, it's supposed to be a gag. Yes. Yep. And then I, I could be wrong about this. This is how I remember seeing it in the theater. Um, immediately following that scene is when Feely gets killed. Mm-hmm. So it's like... What you, what feeling am I supposed to be having from this right now? You can't you can't be doing that that tone shift like that. That's right. that's way too far. You're that is like the centerpiece point of like mistaken identity that I feel like these movies have. Yes, that is a very clear cut example. Um, whereas in this version, there's a lot there's a bit more space in between that, and I think mm-hmm. that's because there's an additional scene where Gandalf. Who's using a Radagast
0: staff? Yes, this yeah. is a whole weird thing. For I think some it's reason? set up well, a this is, edition.
2: I believe this is the staff that he ends up using for the rest yes. of the movies. But
0: but Radagast gives him a staff to use. Yeah. And he he makes a joke about how it, it can be a bit diddly or something like that. Dicky. Dicky, yes, there we go. He and, uses the
1: word dicky yes. and it's strange. And, yes. then, and
0: then he says you have to like fiddle with the with the Whatever, the, the stone, gem, or the or on the whatever the want to talk about. And so Gandalf is trying to take out a troll. Yeah. And it's not working. The staff's not working. And, and so, and there's not really a point at which the staff works. He's yeah. just kind of jumping out of the way of the troll while the troll keeps slamming the club down or whatever. Right. And we see that Alfred, with all his coins and his brassiere, uh yes. is inside of the net of a trebuchet, catap- catap- catapult, trebuchet.
1: We'll call it a trebuchet. Yeah. A projectile-based weapon. Yes.
0: And it's it's like how did he get there for one. Why is yes. he there? Is he is that a, does he think that's is a, that good a hiding it? place? <laughs> yeah. So then he's leaning out. He sees the troll. Just
1: lay on the ground like you're dead.
0: <laughs> yeah. And a coin falls and lands on the trigger mechanism. The
2: pressure pad. The pressure pad for yeah. the trebuchet. And we get this slow motion. Where he's like,
1: oh, oh, oh! Where it's like, oh, is it putting on enough pressure? Who knows? And then it launches him, and he goes right into the troll's mouth. And for some reason, that kills both the troll and himself. He's he's half hanging out of the troll's mouth. I guess it gags the troll?
2: And the troll chokes, and I guess he suffocates? Even though knows? And then just like a jackpot in Vegas, all the gold comes spilling out. And, and
0: then we just see Gandalf look at it and then that's it. Then it's cut. And then we move on. So I guess he's dead. <laughs> Very bizarre.
1: One of <laughs> the worst death scenes ever for one of the worst characters ever It made me slightly happier that we had it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: You're not wrong.
1: Because I freaking hated that character. <laughs> where, where?
2: Do we want to talk about the uh, part where Gandalf is basically just Actual footage of Ian McC- Ian Mcclellan. Oh yeah, yeah. Just trying to find his way out of this movie.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a great bit. It's you can either read it as that or as Peter Jackson running to Warner Brothers executives after he learns that the movie's been split up in three movies, or the, the franchise's <laughs> been split up in three movies. And he's running up to Dale after he's in in movie he's running up to Dale or through Dale after he's realized that uh, the the orcs are coming. Yeah, he's like. You have to stop! You have to stop all of this! We have to stop you! <laughs> like, and
2: just, like, it's freaking out. Yeah. And it's amazing. Because you can keep replacing certain yes. words. It, it, it or just works. even, like, it's you can use his exact words. Yes. And yeah. it works.
0: It's great. Um, well, I... There is... I feel there is a certain touch of self-awareness put in by Peter Jackson making this as far yeah. as understanding that this is sort of a mess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Especially the end scene with uh, Bilbo and Gandalf, where Gandalf's just smoking and he's just like clearing yes. his pipe, and it's just this—it's this really awkward silence for a couple of minutes. But it's also kind of comfortable with those two because they—they understand what's happened. Yes, it like, really does
0: seem like this is Ian McKellen and Martin Freeman just sitting on a bench, just like what did we? Do? What just happened? They're I, both covered in blood and dirt. Well, I really
1: wanted Bilbo to be like, hmm. Go take back Erebor," he said. "It'll be fun," he said. <laughs> and then he just looks at Gandalf, and he's just like, "Come on, it's all your fault." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Gandalf's just smoking his pipe. <laughs> 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 Do you want some weed?
2: <laughs> Which is um, not actually weed.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, we, we let's jump around a well, bit. Let's let's go back in to universe. It's time. Not... L- l- on set. It's not... Continue. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd, I'd like to go back to the briefly to the the Galadriel, uh, Saruman. Yeah, Hugo weaving. So first Elrond. That's the first,
0: first bit of thing, yes. Um, Do
3: Red
1: I screen, get brownie Red points school. for that, Joseph? Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, Galadriel uh, annihilates
2: an orc into disintegration. blocks. Oh, and it was awesome. And it's an extended scene, and it's just like what? Well, it, it's right as it's about to cut off uh, Gandalf's hand for his, his ring, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, it's quite gory. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of these moments where like, oh, yeah,
1: okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the, the blood, and it's not just, I have a bloodlust, violence is awesome. It's that it adds a certain level of grit that sort of counterbalances the, the cartoony nature yes. of a lot of it. Yes. That helps to bring it at least a little bit back to the real world by having it be so gritty with the violence. Yes. And there's actually, like, consequences of the violence. Like, oh, they just killed an
2: orc. Yeah, there's blood everywhere. Well, yeah. yeah, it's like in the, in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you you'd frequently see them covered in black. That's yeah. not so, dirt; that is orcish blood. Yeah. All over them, they're not clean. They're very, very mm-hmm. dirty.
1: Although a lot of times in this, it's red blood. <laughs> yes. I don't
2: know, Which is but then Which is then we got the R rating. Yeah. yeah.
1: But then in this in this scene, the ring wraiths, but they're not actually the ring wraiths yet, I yeah. guess. Well, they, they are.
0: They are, but they're not the at least they're not full like Nazgul they're, they're not of, like, full. Not, a, not at full strength I they're guess not the end full
1: end physical entities they're more like ghosts at this point point. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's just a really cool fight scene with, with uh, Elrond and Saruman just taking them on and mm-hmm. I don't know while I was watching I was like is this the best action set piece we've had so far <laughs> yeah
0: a little bit doesn't make a lick of sense
1: no, and, not really. And, and, and like I research, said, there's problems
0: with it, them it does, being like, oh, it's Sauron. It, it also doesn't make sense that they didn't all just go there at the same time. If it's like yeah. Gandalf got captured for a while and then Radagast, Radagast I guess, is also in trouble there. Yeah, it's well, like I think Odd is set
2: up. Well, I think what it was is that they weren't originally planning, planning on going, but Gandalf was going to go scout it out. But then yeah. he communicated with Galadriel. To help it's just to weird because the way that it plays out, it's like Because Gandalf, they're in love
1: now. Yes.
0: Apparently, because uh, no, it's no, like no. Gandalf is already.
2: Why there. does it hurt so much? <laughs> we'll see the. Gan- it, we the need to get that, to that.
0: Yes, will. Gandalf is already there, and then um, the Galadriel shows up to save him and starts fighting the Ring Race, sort or of like starting to, to soar up, and then Elrond and Saruman show up, and it's like, okay, what are we? What's going on here?
2: What are we? What are we doing? Well, and like the whole like love interest thing. One thing I wanted to diffuse about that is one thing we see a lot in these. Middle earth movies is that there's very intimate relationships between a lot of these characters. Like, everyone's like, oh, Frodo and Sam are gay, all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, they're just really, really close friends. And I feel like it's the same thing with Gandalf and Galadriel because apparently they've been around forever. Yeah. So they've obviously had time to develop a very close and intimate relationship. So I feel like that's what that's all about. I don't think yeah. it's meant to be romantic. If it yeah. is, they've got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, no, I don't know. I feel like just. I don't know. I, I, I see your point, because w- mostly when it whenever it's romantic, it's not very subdued. Like, it's pretty overt mm-hmm. if they're going yeah. to make it ir- right. romantic. Right. It's very eragore. Um, why does it hurt so <laughs> much? You never know what
0: I could I have down my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a line of dialogue in these movies. That is lust.
1: Ah! <laughs> 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 but, um... Yeah, yeah. But then Galadriel like loses her mind and she casts out Sauron, and using the special her, effect looks weird. They're trying
0: to remake the special effect from her uh, a, a dark queen yeah
1: monologue, and and it looks similar, it, but it but it's completely off. Also, yeah, like it it, it looks, looks more grudgy than yes yeah. like, Think Galadriel. Either. Yeah,
0: it doesn't it doesn't look like powerful powerful glorious terrible. Uh, ruler, it looks like looks weird more. monster lady. Like, yeah. like I, I'm lady. almost thinking of like the the witch, whatever enchantress in Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair.
1: And then Gladio well, Glad started doing these weird hip dances. Yeah. I was like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah.
0: yeah, they started
2: removing frames from whatever she was moving. Which them. is not even to. <laughs>
0: I'm not trying. I'm not trying to throw. We Lord knows we throw enough shade on the DCU. That was just. It's, that's what it feels like. It's very odd. It's a very odd scene where it's like, oh, now she's it's like a different. horror movie. See movie.
1: now, now we we've we've come to a new level of, of enlightenment here. Now we're pinpointing the real disease, and that's Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. Which is Zack
1: Snyder is a symptom of the disease. I agree.
2: <laughs> no, I think that he is a, an afflicted person from this disease. Yeah, he's a victim. Yes. Yeah, but. Besides that, I, I think it's I, I I okay I know. But beside that, it it I actually think it's actually pretty well done scene overall. Oh yeah, with mm-hmm. the action and like it's a little over the top. Well, it's yeah. a little
1: comical when Radagast comes in and he's yeah, got yeah. his rabbits on their sled. It's like, oh what, yeah,
0: and then they drag Gandalf off. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, and really it's like, weird. Oh, there goes the, the feeling. Is, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. But, yeah. Like I like I said, a lot of the nice moments. It's like, oh oh, you ruined it. Yeah. Oh hey, cool action scene. Oh Alfred showed up. Uh, why?
0: Is there anything else we want to talk about before we really dive into the actual action, like the the, the base, the, the five army stuff?
1: Well, do we want to talk about Toriel and Legolas?
0: Yeah, I guess those are the other two things. Is Tariel and Legolas, those and then, are like and the also, two big. Also, Thorin is the like yeah. everything happening with his his, his art, yeah, thing. art
1: in stone. I will say before we get into all that, I I and this goes to your best thing. I'm I'm ignoring the <laughs> terrible pun. Um, there's time to breathe. I like all the talk about, like, Thorin losing his mind and then them trying to bargain with him. Yes. I like all that stuff. And and the bar just shows up. He's like, dude, I don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. Just, just give us what you promised. And, yeah. and Thorin's just like, no, I'm going to kill you all. Yeah, yeah. And Bard's just like, but with what army? And then he just walks away. Yeah. Which does put, but again, playing
0: into a thing that we don't like um, that kind of ruins the moment. There's a weird musical cue. It's one of the yeah. few, like, missteps, I guess, on this, I would say, that Howard Trip does, where when the dwarves show up, there's a weird, like, hopeful musical cue after it's been portrayed that Thorin is definitely going insane. Yeah. And, like, the fact that the dwarves are showing up to try and, like, kill this elf army yeah. and this northern army who just want to get what, like, their due, you know... Yeah. Uh,
2: ...reward from the mountain. Dude, it's... it's bizarre. Al- it's almost like they're surrounded at Helm's Deep, and they're waiting and then suddenly the cavalry comes in it's that kind of like cue yes yeah. but it's supposed he's like basically the bad guy in this situation yeah. mm-hmm. so it's, it's a little bit of confusing
1: well basically I, I just like that so much of this movie's focus is on that the, the more political stuff true, I find true. that interesting and especially when Bilbo's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the stone I'm gonna give yeah. it to them and they're and then they'll make a, a barter with you mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoyed all that stuff like you said Bilbo's actually, he's got some agency. Well, because
0: he he's, he takes the stone. He gives the stone to um, the elves in the, the northern coalition. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you guys use this to barter. And then he goes back to the mountain, and he, he faces Thorn again to, to confirm to him that, hey, this isn't a, a fake. This is, like, yeah. I stole this. So.
1: And then Thorin's like, uh, throw him off. And then all the other dwarves are like, are you nuts? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he is nuts. I hate. Maybe we should just go ahead and address Thorne Yeah. I hate how like he has a conversation in his head, and then he's not crazy yeah, anymore. Well, he's
0: standing think, on the big gold place where they had the had Smaug die. Yes. Try to die. So, tried to kill. So Smaug do anyone
1: need to explain why he's crazy? The Arkenstone,
0: I guess. The, the
2: gold. Some, the some, co- some curse involving kings, right? Well, it, okay. So there there was like the rings, the rings of power given out, and there were seven given to the dwarf lords. And these incited them to have this kind of gold lust. This is they, that the they,
0: idea with what happened to
2: Thorin specifically. I think that happens to all the like the kings and all the yeah. lines of their like all their lines, and he yeah. is part of the lines of the yeah. king. And which is not. established no, I thought that was Beaufort. in the movies. Correct, uh, which is not established in the movies. <laughs> I mean, to the best of
0: my knowledge, I don't. Think, I don't think they address any sort of. Well, no, reason no, I think.
2: It. I think in the introduction, when Galadriel's going through all the different mm-hmm. rings, they 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 meant she mentions that it causes them to have like insatiable greed. Yeah. But anyway that might you know, be right. the yeah. Stone is like the, the peak of treasure so to speak. So that's what really drives them mad because they can't get beyond that. So it's kind of like they call it dragon sickness but it comes from that.
1: Okay. But yeah he basically just solves it in his head. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And that bothers me greatly.
2: Mm-hmm. Well and I think.
1: I feel like Bilbo should have been the one to snap him out of it.
2: Well, and the only thing I can say yep. about that is that maybe it's meant to be a character moment where he's supposed to show that he's strong, even though he's, and he's overcoming something yeah. that's, like, magically binding. Yeah. I mean, that's the only defense I can really throw at and it.
1: And you could play it if Thorne were characterized more consistently. Um, yeah. you know, And we had a very, very nice arc that we could easily yeah. follow of him. Like The
0: problem is just he's been very unlikable yeah. for yes. a lot of
2: the last...
1: And a lot adventures. of it's been like, no, he's a pretty terrible leader. Yeah. Why yeah. are they following him? It yeah. doesn't feel like a fall. It yeah. feels
2: like a, oh, Well, we're already here. Yeah. It feels like he kind of rose up a little bit and yeah. then fell. We, right we back need now. our
1: Anakin Skywalker moment where it cuts off Mace Windu's <laughs> hand and then he goes, "What have I, I thought done?" You were say he kills
2: younglings. Uh,
1: that too. Well, he was about to. He's about to throw Bilbo off the thing. It,
2: it, it, it feels, feels like he sh- almost got there. It feels like it feels like he should have been more like a loving leader more respected Mm. leader all the way up until they get there and then they deal with Smaug still the same deal and then once they get rid of him he goes down to the treasure room and then it starts happening
0: in in this movie he we jump three days ahead of time since they la- since they drove Smaug out yeah and, we're, and now we're like oh yeah Thorns now completely off the rails
1: Bilbo literally runs up to the dwarves who were in Lake Town they show up there yeah. and he's like guys no no we need to leave we need to leave uh, Thorns crazy three days have been and have been nuts let's go mm-hmm. and it's like oh what happened to the development
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: oh that, that feels like important details that we should have like seen mm-hmm. and then Thorns just crazy and mm-hmm. then he snaps himself out of it um very, very flimsy.
2: Well, the problem with that is I think they were trying to use it as a... Just a way to describe how crazy the situation is. But then it leaves so much wanting. Yeah. Which is funny because this movie has so much stuff we didn't ask for. Like, all the movies have so much mm-hmm. stuff we didn't ask for. So It's amazing yeah.
1: how shallow they are despite each of them being near three hours. Yep. Uh, let's let's go ahead and address the tutorial Legolas, Keeley feely uh bobeely stuff (laughs) bofer bofer um and then we'll get yes the the famous
0: love triangle of keely legolas (laughs) and (laughs) bofer
1: and then we will get to the action um the actual battle of the five armies Mm -hmm. um everything with toriel legolas and bofer are terrible (laughs) everything is awful (laughs) yes uh Mostly Lots beca- of weird, bad dialogue. Keely and Kate from Lost. I'm going to keep using all these interchangeable names. You you can keep up. Um, Gilligan and Kate from Lost. And, and, and the Wasp. Um, Will Turner. Kate, Kate from <laughs> Ant and the Wasp? Eric Bana's brother from Troy. <laughs> Home
2: of Universal
1: Studios. <laughs> but, okay... They get, they get, like, no time to even try and build a relationship. Yes. It's just, like, they're in love. You expect them to be in love. And that's what happens when you do it. You force this in, in exactly. reshoots.
0: And most of that does come in the second one. This one yes. is mostly we start off at the beginning, and then they leave.
1: Kate, and then, Kate from Lost and Luckless are not in this movie very much.
2: Yes. No. Except for the very end.
1: Except for the very end. But they're gone for most of it. Because they have to go find the bats and be like, Oh, there's an army coming! Even though, oh, Gandalf already figured out that important piece of information.
2: Thanks. Yeah, Um, because Gandalf didn't know that Legolas was there.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he shouldn't be. I know. Which also reiterates (laughs)
2: the fact that we don't need any of the necromancer stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, But, yeah, either do one or the other. We don't need two different people going, (laughs) There's orcs coming! Oh my god! Exactly. Um...
0: So then, yeah, they they at the beginning of the movie, all or the dwarves leave Lake Town, and uh, Beaufort is is looking at Keeley, and she's like, "Hey, I don't want to, I don't want to leave," and he's like, "Come with me," and she's like, "Okay, maybe I will." And then Legolas <laughs> Legolas is there, and it's like, "No, I can't. Never mind." And that's the end of that conversation. Yep. <laughs> because they, they got to go to Gundabad. And then they they go, they have one scene where they're just standing outside the big the big orc fortress Gundabad and then bats show up and Michaelis is like, look at all the bats.
1: And then they're Get like, these bats are bred for one thing.
3: War.
0: Well, There's
1: so many times where people dramatically look into the camera as it turns in and they go, war. There are... Thorin goes, we will have war. <laughs> I'm like, quit saying We will have war. the Battle of the Five <laughs> Armies. <laughs> That is five armies! But there's only four of us here. If you turn your script to page 258. <laughs> puts on their reading glasses and like, oh! We
2: got another army to Touch, them, from touch the them back in between the belt of their pants. <laughs> Which is funny because we barely get to see that fifth army. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's two orc I mean, armies, right? Is the idea. Yeah, so I don't even
1: remember or- what happens to them. Like, how do they not win? How did they not I just know. come in and sweep because off? Because the, the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. <laughs> and Bear Guy! I forgot the Eagles showed up again. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's, it's, but now they're just
0: actively like all right, all right, I gotta to this question yeah. so
1: at the end of the first one of the eagles show up that is from the books right yeah. or something like that yeah. yeah do they show up at the end of the battle as of well? I think so probably I know so. is there yeah, um, no I I need to know who to pin this on. Do I pin this on Tolkien or do I pin well, it on and Warner, Warner Brothers? So so the eagles. the eagle, I
0: believe the Eagles do come in at the in the book the Hobbit. However, that was the first time. Okay. So there is that. Okay, if you because of the chronology. Cr- chronology. All right. That was the first time
1: point being Peter Jackson Warner Brothers everyone should have had some self-awareness to go maybe we don't need the Eagles again maybe people yeah. think that would, th- would laugh in yeah. the theater so I laughed the, in the theater at that
2: but the yeah. thing about the Eagles is that it's Tolkien's thing they they want to be true to it and like honestly they're having a hard enough time coming up with what to do with the battle area <laughs> themselves true. Very so, true. Maybe so you can't be, have a battle of
1: four armies that would never play maybe you could just Three have it against one that's not fair. maybe you could just have an end.
2: <laughs> no, you're asking.
1: Him Bilbo's more. just like, "Oh, I don't need to be
2: here anymore," and then he just walks away. <laughs> While well, there's just this huge battle. Going yeah,
1: him and Gandalf just leave,
2: <laughs> and then he walks. So I, know, I know I convinced
1: you to be the burglar on this journey, <coughs> but um. I may have made an error or two on the way.
2: What <laughs> Okay, we were talking. We were talking about quick callbacks, like kind of little. I
0: think we just need to to do our own audio narration of the the Hobbit, uh, where I just provide the soundtrack in the background and
2: you do the reading. You do the reading. I can do the different voices. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to hurt the listener's ears, by the way. So, <laughs> one, the one other random callback that I totally forgot to mention was the Mithril um, shirt Yes. that he got. Oh, yeah. Thorin. So, that, that, that's like a little quick one that it's not in your face. Well, also, overly.
1: it happens exactly the way that Gandalf said. He's like, Thorin gave Bilbo the shirt. Yes. So, what's the scene? The Thorin gives giving. Bilbo the shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, Here's this, this nice shirt. It's going to protect you from everything. It's, it's really important. We call my it protected- Mithril. And then Bilbo goes, Oh, I'm going to leave this to my nephew when I die. You my wean <laughs> nephew baggage. Here's his picture.
2: <laughs> 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 He's my son Frodo. <laughs>
1: Or Frollo as
2: uh, <laughs> Frollo, <laughs> as uh, the shut up and sit so, down uh, yeah, it was,
0: uh, uh, let's let's quick diversion here for a bit. Quick quick break from the festival. this the has ring been a diversion? Yeah, so so Joseph and I, in preparation for this, I guess, uh, we 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 recently uh, stumbled upon. I am a big fan of the the board game content. They they're like board game reviewers, I guess would be their, the best way to describe. Um, Shut up and sh- shut up and sit down. Um, it's hard to say. Don't worry about it. Uh, they are, and they do. They they're these these British guys who do a lot of great reviews of, of board games, and they're delightful. And you should go look them up because even if you have no interest in, and we're talking about good board games, we're not talking about Monopoly. Uh, and you, if you if you
2: are you talking crap about yes Monopoly?
0: <laughs> yes I am. Uh, we're not even talking to Catan. We're talking past Catan here. We're 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 past that level of alignment. Uh, and they they talk about a ton of great games and they're delightful to watch. They they have really fun videos. Anyway, they highly recommended a game board game called War of the Ring, which is this. It's I, I think it was originally published in like early two thousands. There's a second edition out now, um, where two players play as the free peoples and the shadow the the shadow peoples, Sauron's kind of armies and everything. And it's it's this whole awesome board game where the free peoples are trying to hold off the shadow armies long enough to get uh, the the hobbits to Mount Doom, and you basically play through the events of Lord of the Rings, um, and it's, it's just this really fascinating, like, it, it, all the different p- pieces and events of this come together, and oh my, there's thunder outside, I think. Is oh, that shit. thunder, or is that people?
2: I think that just might be your neighbors. Might be.
1: But anyway. Um, but yes, it's... And so... We, How we, dare we, they? Don't they know we're recording a podcast <laughs> for the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies? I guess they don't. Uh, well, they <laughs> should join. I'm sure they hate it, too. <laughs> they...
0: Uh, or this, this game, though, it's, it's it's really modular, and it lets you kind of rearrange the pieces of, of the events of, of Lord of the Rings. And, Unfortunately, and, I missed
1: out on this. I really yes. would wish I, yes. I'd, I'd sorry, I
0: I'm I'm definitely considering picking it up at some point. We played it at a nice local board game cafe.
1: Even uh, if I wasn't but, actually playing, I feel like it would have been fun to yes. at least watch and it's see very, how it all cool. shakes out.
0: Um, so highly recommended game. Uh, our, our game ended. I was playing as the Free Peoples, and uh, game... is
1: there a Hobbit version? No, no. I, there is actually. I think. I think there is a Hobbit version called the Battle of Five Armies. <laughs> Maybe we could make it better than what
2: they did. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think I made the result of everything better than the movies. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so
0: so to to elaborate, uh, in in our game, uh, Gandalf and Gimli led a dwarf elf coalition into uh, Dol Guldur, where the necromancer had had originally had a stronghold, and uh, they died horribly. And uh, <laughs> then all the companions rallied for the last battle, but died at the gates of <laughs> of uh, Mordor. And the hobbits were caught on the way up to Mount Doom. Yeah, they they're while the. Two thirds of the way, yes. Up. While the rest of Middle Earth just slowly uh, yeah. uh, rally their defenses and hope not to die.
2: This was after so. Minas Tirith
0: and Helm's Deep <laughs> both <laughs> fell. Yes. So uh, really fun game. Definitely recommend picking up. Um, basically, I just wanted to talk about that because that's a better experience than the Hobbit movies, yeah. and it's very interesting to play something like that.
2: It's a good that... use of nine hours rather than those.
0: Movies. <laughs> yes, and also just in general as a a, a experience inside of Middle Earth. That kind of recaptures maybe more of the Lord of the Rings magic than any of these three movies do. We don't really recommend movies one way or the other when we review them. We usually are just we give the grades, and you've probably most like you, the reviewer, have probably seen it by this point. Uh, But just if in in case you're thinking about going back to this, because maybe we're a little more positive on the third movie, don't go find that game. Find someone who's willing to commit six hours and far too much brain power to uh, a nice Lord of the Rings exploration. And if and if you're
2: Um, really that curious, just. Watch it on TV. It'll come on on TV sometime Or
1: yeah. play the Lego The Hobbit.
2: Probably better. Yes. It, it,
1: it's most certainly better because Lego. Yeah. There you go.
0: Anyway, all that all that came about because of the fact that in the War of the Rings War of the Ring review that uh, they
1: called him Frollo Yeah.
2: The, the, and they, they called them Bobbits. Yeah.
0: He, he makes a point to, to mess up the names.
1: So at, at one point we were talking about Keely and Kate from Lost. Were we? At one point.
2: I was really hoping. Well, I just really, I was, just really, about them after I was a while. really trying to run away. From <laughs> exactly. All
1: that. Well, then I'll talk about it for f- five seconds, and then you guys can move on. Sounds good. So basically, Keely gets killed off trying to save Kate from Lost, and she's like, "No," and then we're all like, "Yeah."
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, I wasn't rooting for for Keely to die. I like him. He's in a lot of uh, good shows. I'm sure he is, but anyways, they're all PBS shows. <laughs> oh
1: well, there you go. Um, but then, the, the worst part is, it's just all the stuff between her and Lucas. They have no chemistry together, no. and no point does she go, "Hey, Lucas, we're not a thing." And at no point does he have the the awareness to be like, "Oh, oh, I'm not. am I'm, yeah. I'm nowhere in this picture. Yeah. Am I?" And then Lee Pace is like, your love for the dwarf isn't real. And then at the end she goes, why does it hurt so much? And then he goes, because, because
2: it, was it was real. real. And but like in the, in the most Lee Pace, like kind of like lofty, kind of fading out. <laughs> because it was real. Which is
0: great in response to her, which it I, I think I mentioned this on one of the last two podcasts where it was like, it almost feels like they should have gotten multiple takes. Especially if it was during reshoots. Yeah. I would bet that it was something like where, because, um, Evangeline... Is that, yeah, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, no, mean, I, I, I said that and I was like, that's a, that's a long name. I don't know. <laughs> it's almost as long as Beaufort." <laughs> she, she is a great actress, I think, overall. And um, I, I do not... I think she could deliver that line much better than they do. It it kind of feels like they just asked her... To, that's
1: a pretty bad
0: line. It is a pretty bad line. But it, it feels like...
1: Doesn't, doesn't Leclerc say something like, he may command me, but he doesn't control my yes. heart yes he does. we're entering Star Wars prequel territory
0: we, are. we really are <laughs> I um, hate sand I'm sorry it's well, but it's, 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 but it really, it's not
1: quite I hate true. sand levels it's pretty darn close yes. but it really does feel
0: like with that particular line you are in like, my
1: very soul tormenting yes. me it
0: <laughs> well, does kind of feel like they they, gave, they had a shot and then they were like sounds good and she was like oh I was just kind of warming it like we could, we could run that again if you're not like I, I don't know about that one and it's like nah so it's great to have her like use that super dramatic line and then Lee Pace. Like super dramatic of why does it hurt so much? And then Lee Pace is like, Because it was real.
2: <laughs> it's like, okay. Like by the end of this movie, we we're pretty sure Lee Pace was ready to get out. We we're pretty sure yes. that Ian McClellan was ready to get out. Martin mm-hmm. Freeman, like just about everybody, I feel like that had a major role <laughs> was ready to get out because they knew that this was kind of not only a bad script, but also kind of stepping on a lot of toes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Except for Orlando Bloom, who's just like, I'm happy to be here. Action yes. scenes are fun. Who looks
0: really terrible. Well, he movie. looks dead.
1: It looks like they've caked him in makeup, and then also they desaturated mm-hmm. it, so he just looks weird anyway. And maybe they've done CGI enhancements to his face. I can't tell. To try and make him look young. To my, try and make like, him
0: look Like, why? Just go ask Disney how they do it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, just don't do it. Just... Yeah. Or just don't, that, don't have left, just, left, just, left Which would be
0: ideal, as if they just like, didn't include okay. him. But of course they're going to include him, because whatever.
1: Like, th- that's the thing. Like... Ian Holm, they try to make him up to make him look like how Bilbo did in Fellowship of the Ring, and it looks terrible. Like he does not look that way anymore. Same thing with Ian McKellen, and same thing with Christopher Lee. Just leave it alone. It it ultimately doesn't matter. Hmm. If 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 your makeup job, if whatever you're trying to do to make them look younger doesn't look convincing, don't even bother. Yep. And that's what, of course. That's what makeup tests and, and that type of thing are for, and who knows if they even got that. Sure. So, sure. I don't know. But anyways, the the whole... Pretty much everything with, with Kate from Lost and, and Gilligan is just a complete waste of time. Um, I guess just trying to appeal to a more female-based crowd. I feel
0: like we could summarize just by saying Kate from Gilligan's Island.
1: <laughs> but then... It, it doesn't help Legolas' backstory at all because it's never reference of, like, oh, he had a long lost yeah. love or anything. Well, the, the only thing... It kind of just really,
2: ends between them? The, yeah. The only thing we really get out of Legolas' backstory is the death of his mother, and they kind of... Th- that's just throw thrown in. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. literally there, it's gone, they see the bats fly over, they leave. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's some development, and then we get and then we know how he gets to meet strider for the first time yeah and that's it yeah but th-
1: there's no reconciliation between tariel and legolas at all like there's there should be something there, there. there's no scene where he's
2: like i understand yeah or like it's like it's just gone
1: yeah poof. Mm-hmm. it's just the worst i hate it not as much as Alfred, though that's
0: the worst do we want to talk about the, the Goat Sled of Blood Rage.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> the best part Which of this is, movie?
0: Which is... I think it... I think... We all kind of chose, you know, more general best things. I think this is secretly all, our, all of our best thing.
1: Well, I mean... It, it is all an extended... It was my best thing. Yeah, he, he the, didn't well, have you, action. Scenes. You said action. I'm saying specifically this scene. I'm this talking is specifically scene. the schlocky action sure. that I, I
0: love. But this is... And there is there is a lot of good Lord of the Rings style beheadings and, and general... Uh, there's a lot of... They do a lot of fun stuff with trolls, so, I guess, where
2: we should probably set up the scene though.
0: yeah well I was just going to kind of talk around it for a little while as far as like you've, you've got the one troll with the wonderful sledgehammer head
3: he's <laughs> just like oh. this, this oh, troll yeah.
0: this troll with just a wedge it looks like a, a Wisconsin like the, cheese a Green head, Bay Packers yes. cheese head like, you know, just sitting on it and he just runs into a wall. Pretty sure he breaks his neck and dies.
2: He falls over the side he, but he's he is done. Du- he he, is he, his he
1: collapses comically and all the orcs just <laughs> rush in ahead and of it's him. Just like, what, what is happening? It's delightful. <laughs>
0: um the Dane overall, he has some fun some fun action. You, you kinda he's got his big hammer and he's whacking people and it's kinda fun. I
1: hate everything about his design and right. the fact that he's a cartoon character, but his personality manages to shine through and he's got some actually pretty enjoyable action moments yes, um, like, even the fat one he has some action moments yes
0: that aren't completely based around hey he's fat okay
1: so one of the dwarves has like a piece of axe in his head yeah, yes is that one of the crew or is that one of the people from, from the dwarf no, that's army that's one of the
2: crew that's one of the crew
1: could have fooled me <laughs> yep. but there's a whole ex- there's an extended scene where he's jammed this piece of axe into another orc's head and their heads are stuck together and the fat one and another one I can't remember I they're all the same mm-hmm. they're trying to pull them off of each I'm other pretty I'm pretty
2: sure like... it's the actual Bofor
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure
1: there is a god <laughs> and his name is Bofor <laughs> but it's like oh this is a, it's it's stupid it's schlocky but it's pretty creative yep and, yeah. and then the, Because
0: the, cause the fat one eventually jumps on top of the orc, grabs and pulls the orc down off the cliff. About, yeah, and then they hand, they hand
1: the, the dwarf the, the piece of axe and they're like, here it is, here's the axe. And he's like, I know where you can shove your axe. I'm like, oh, the, then you pull out the script and you stab it horcrux style and let the ink just fly out. Yes.
2: And then Warner Brothers loses one more of its horcruxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Now I want that fan fiction. What are the Horcruxes of Order War- of? Oh,
1: warp, warp. it's it's seven. Hey, Cap-
0: it's specific. Oh, okay. So ma- never mind. I see where
1: you're going. Henry
0: Cavill's mustache. <laughs> We've gone too far on this road. We have to continue. We have to we have to figure this out. Okay, so that's
2: script. Henry Cavill's mustache. Of course. What else?
1: Um, Zack Snyder's paycheck. <laughs>
2: no, 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 it's too it's too obvious. It's actually, in Zack Snyder, he is a Horcrux. <laughs> Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder is one of their no, horses. See, when
1: he, when he when he agreed to, to run the DC universe, he signed a contract a, to become their horse. And no, no, a part of Warner Brothers' soul rebounded and hit Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder is the Harry Potter to Warner Brothers' Voldemort. Yes, that's he exactly did. what I'm saying.
0: The prophecy was fulfilled. He destroyed the DCU.
2: Um. Oh, something fighting back against Warner. Jared
1: Brothers. Leto's damaged tattoo
2: is a horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman's sword, which was destroyed, like meaning it's kind of like a hit against Warner Brothers. Like, sure, you know, sure, we'll go with that. What um, else? How many horcruxes are there? Seven. Yeah.
1: What's what's something that can be used from these movies that would be a horcrux? Would it just be the script? I
2: like to think I of it as the, the
1: uh, as the. Or Which I th- like to, or maybe maybe the the fat suit of the fat guy. That's. I was gonna, <laughs> say,
0: I was gonna say the stone It's yeah, gotta I mean, be Thunderback. Is then. that That's thunder? Interesting. Thunder. Um, I was gonna say, oh
1: my. That's very aggressive. That sounds thunder. like
0: fireworks. It's fascinating. I think it is fireworks.
1: We're all gonna die. We've entered a war zone. Now we we're we're now we're a part of the battle of the five armies. Yeah. Anyways, you know,
0: so we're going to be keeping an eye out for explosions in the background.
2: So whenever happens. whenever I'm listening to these podcasts, I always hate it whenever you guys take breaks to listen to stuff, because I can never hear. <laughs> oh, no, because, like,
0: I am 100% aware that there is no way the Thunder is actually being picked the up.
2: The only times before.
1: that have happened is when we've been recording at my place and there's a train that goes by. Right. I that is that. the only time. i
2: heard that, but then, like, you're like, sorry about the ambulance. i like, what ambulance? <laughs> but. I feel like we ran out of steam on the Horcrux thing, but yeah, I would like to submit did. the fact that Daniel Radcliffe is a Horcrux. <laughs> He very well could. Be. The entirety of the Harry Potter series.
1: Can we say um, who's who's the actor Eddie Redmayne? Can we say his Oscar is a Horcrux <laughs> after Jupiter Ascending? Can we say his Oscar is a Horcrux? Oh, that's
2: great. He can't take away his Oscar just because of Jupiter Ascending. Did you watch Jupiter Ascending? <laughs> I fell asleep during Jupiter Ascending. We actually talked about this.
1: Um, but I would say his Oscar is worthy of being a his, Horcrux. His
2: Oscar was for Hawking, right? Yes. Was it for that one? I yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. And there that was an there. extraordinary performance. I have not seen that. I've heard good yeah. things. Like, he looked like him. He played it well. Like, even Hawking was like, that's, who I, that's what I would want out of a movie about me.
1: That's well and good. But did you watch all of Jupiter's <laughs>
2: <laughs> Okay. There have been lots of Oscar winners out there who've had very bad performances. But there have been no Oscar winners <laughs> but
0: Eddie <laughs> Redmayne who had a performance in Jupiter's <laughs>
2: I can't argue with that. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Anyways. continuing. No, back to the point. Um, <laughs> back to these. We were prices. talking about the action scenes going on and how they were talking about the axe and the Yes, we got that. Okay. Um, so that's so the there's thing. a lot
0: of fun. Tro- there's there. I think it's extended where there's at one point. I think it is again actual Bofor. I could be wrong about this. Uh, is it, is controlling is, is controlling a giant like troll with like. He's got, it's hard to explain. He's got, like, giant mace, spike maces I felt for felt so bad for this troll. And giant, like, chain arms. Well, there's, like, chains that weird. went to his eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's very I'm odd.
1: like, okay, you take this guy away from the battle, you give him a cookie, and you let him take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> this guy uh, doesn't deserve and this. And he is just
2: horribly crushing And uh, you get him some contacts. I think, Peter sure, Jackson, sure. I think Peter Jackson was just like, I'm just going to let my horror side out for a little yep, bit here. Yep, yep. Um...
0: There's some other trolls. Blinding blinding
2: the troll. There's a what neat really
0: little moment me. where a troll falls on a troll with one of the trebuchets on his back falls on the, the trebuchet and then like gets flipped over because like it triggers yeah. and it's, it's kinda cool. Um, the highlight though Yes. is indeed the the what I call the goats goatsled of blood rage. Would yes. we say that
1: <laughs> this is the scene that earned it an our rating? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes, oh, definitely. For
0: sure. It it almost feels like I wonder if they had it set up if they had already shot it, it was already kind of violent. They cut it out of the movie. Then, when they were re-putting it in, they were like, "What if we just added a ton of blood to this, just to have interest in the fact that the, the new cut's gonna be R-rated?" Yeah, because uh, it really does feel like this, and maybe only this is the thing that would like 100% get you that rating. Yeah. Um, because it's
1: literally. How about the bit where Legolas is hanging upside down? And he's going down just tons of orcs, and he's decapitating all of them. Oh yeah, that's
0: true. That may be extended. I'm not. I, that might not be extended though. I'm not sure. I don't think it is
1: everything with Legolas is bad in this movie you're not wrong moving on uh, back to the scene
0: the goat sled so the sled it's I, I don't I think that do the dwarves come with it is that do they, do they the dwarves take it or is it an orc I sled? think they take it it's a dwarf yeah. thing yeah so they've got they've got these spikes sticking out of the wheels and so they start riding this around it's, it's carried by six goats six rams and they start riding it around and literally just like I, I forget how it first started I think they just run, run past an orc and the orc just gets caught up in... Yeah, yeah, it is, because they, they run through a crowd of orcs, and you it, there's a ton of blood splatter everywhere. And yeah. when it leaves, there's a, uh, an orc stumbling on its knee kneecaps with blood spurting out, like, stumbling and trying to stay up. Yep. Because it's just cut his legs out from under him. Yep, yeah. And, it's, and that was the moment where we were like, oh, my lord. <laughs> well, and then they proceed. Yes. Then they proceed to fly it off a cliff through, like, a row of trolls so that the spikes go directly through the trolls' heads... And just destroy their heads. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like they they end up on the the river, this frozen river, and like they keep running into to wards, yeah, and and crushing the wards in the side, and they just turn into this
2: like bloody pulp. And I'm just like, we're all just sitting like, here looking at this, like, what is happening? Also, while he's running this this yeah crank ran like arrow, like yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. a ballista, I guess, or
0: something. Oh, uh, like a minute mini ballista, ballista upwards, and
2: but then also the
1: Rams just get taken oh, yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. There's no blood when they get taken out, but they just get hit hard out of nowhere. It's like, like oh well, I guess a ram's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: the ward like the will just run
1: and grab oh, a yeah, the There's
0: a shot of it, like of the ward like eating it like as they drive off. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, it's a beautifully violent scene. Yes, and, they, just... and they commit.
1: That's that's what I'm saying. It, this movie it, it commits more than the other ones. If you're gonna be dumb, schlocky nonsense, do this this is what I want. This will make me happy. Yes. Like,
2: we, we were kind of laughing in the best way. Yeah, Not sure. like comedian laugh, but just like, this is super enjoyable.
1: Yeah. I was so entertained. Yes. Yeah. I was just like, has this single-handedly saved this movie? <laughs> it kind of... Oh, wait, there's Alfred. Yeah. For a second there, I was like... We're, we're sitting at like C plus territory. At least <laughs> we for this rose scene. So high. At least for this no, no it it really felt like Transformers Dark of the Moon. It felt like, mm-hmm. wow, they actually they're coming up with some fun, interesting set pieces. Yep. The story's whatever. Um I, although I think the story for Dark of the Moon's more competent than a lot of the, the Bayformers movies. Sure, sure. Um Bayformers. Yeah, people call it the Bayformers. <laughs> um but yeah, that was that was kind of the feeling I got. It's just fascinating to me. Yeah. Also, I re recently. I probably shouldn't be saying this. This is too embarrassing. I recently rewatched Transformers: Dark of the Moon. <laughs> My feelings have not changed since our review from like two years still ago. Still the best one. Yeah, I still hold to that. <laughs> yep. The
2: best Transformers movie is the cartoon. But anyway, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I have not seen the animated movie from the eighties, and that that probably is the best one
2: because it's like super surprising. It, it gets away from all your expectations. And not directed by Michael Bay. Yeah, that's true too. Is Bumblebee directed? It was good. was it
1: was, no. was Ghost, written by Ryan Johnson. Yeah, because it because it subverted your expectations, Correct. and that's why it's good.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited about the Bumblebee movie. Looks interesting. It's not it, it's not Michael Bay, so.
1: As long as it it, it serves as a, a, not even a soft reboot, just make it a hard reboot. Just have Transformers set in the '80s.
2: Just do it. Well, I think that's what's going to be.
1: Well, then why would they have be Bernie like, Mac's dialogue from the first movie in that trailer?
2: Because I think it is set in the, the 80s, view. though. It no, it no, it
1: is set in the 80s. Yeah. But I'm saying, forget the other movies. Oh, just, just have the Transformers 80s, show up in the 80s, and then it's 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 period pieces. Right. Okay. Well, Paramount's never going to do that, right? Why not? Which is everyone, weird.
0: everyone? Paramount's not Disney. They're not Warner Brothers. You'd think they could just be like, eh, whatever. We'll just start every... Like they're not, they they don't quite have. I mean, they've got the historical pedigree, but they don't quite have like the current prestige. They might as well mix it up a little bit. But, whatever. but
2: they're probably just like we're going to stick to our guns, and as much as we may not like that, because Hollywood executives are dumb and terrible. But there's also been like good, like okay, most of the MCU <laughs> we have to find
1: the Warner Brothers Horcruxes. Correct.
2: Hey, most of the MCU out of all those initial movies, I would say a good percentage of them aren't that great. Now they're not Transformers yep. bad.
1: Christopher Nolan is one of the Deathly Hallows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Specifically, after, Which one? after
0: you've killed the he's he's the stone. It's after you've killed the 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 nine. Uh, he's
2: the Resurrection Stone. Uh, he brings stuff back to life. He brought Batman back, back, back to life. Yeah, we figured it out. Yep. Now, who's the invisibility cloak?
1: Who's who's the who's the key player that actually makes sure everything like. It like needs to be so, needs to be somebody that that we don't we don't traditionally think about. Well, I'll, I'll have to put some thought into that. It's definitely Kevin Feige. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> uh, maybe he's protecting he's protecting you from Warner Brothers. No, but by keeping his superhero movies popular, it keeps people from hating all superhero movies. There he's, you go. He's he's, he's keeping everybody interested. Now, what in the genre. Who's the one? Also Christopher
3: Nolan.
0: He, <laughs> he is both. Can we, the can wand we just is say right? he's all three? He,
1: Christopher Nolan is The Deathly House. <laughs> Fair
0: enough I, I, I said The Resurrection Stone Without like I'd forgotten about How that actually works In the book slash movies um, I really just am picturing The final conversation Beside the train station Between Daniel Radcliffe And Christopher Nolan Instead of Dumbledore <laughs> It's just
1: You, you don't have, you have to, to be... go back If you don't want to No 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 no, no. There you go. <laughs> he goes He's talking to Peter Jackson. Mr. Nolan, Mr. <laughs> Nolan, what do I do? Do I take a train back? You're waiting for a train. You don't know where this train will take know. you. What, is, what are you talking about? <laughs> but you can't know for sure. But it doesn't matter. Uh, it's giving me chills.
2: <laughs> that movie was so good. It really is. Ooh. I wish
1: I'd... we recently showed Joseph Inception for the who yeah. somehow
2: had managed not to watch it. I, I think at the at a certain point, I just decided not to because you know. So many people had. It's yeah. kind of like how I've never seen um, American Made, which is Tom Cruise movie. It's apparently. Okay. That's, that's not at the same level in the session. I know it's not the same level, but I'm in it. True. That's True, the yes. thing. I've never yes. seen it, and I was an extra in it, and apparently yes. I'm very visible. Yep. So that's cool. There was one scene where you were. See, this is the problem. I
1: saw the movie before I became good friends with
0: you. <laughs> so you, you would now, recognize him now. Yeah. So now oh, I need to like... go
1: back and watch it. Yeah, but I still. Although
0: you it. did tell me what
1: scene it is, so then I had to watch. Anyway, let's watch it. It's a good movie. I'm not it gonna is. watch it.
2: It's pretty forgettable, but it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: And Tom Cruise is playing Tom Cruise with a slightly southern accent. Mm-hmm. And Barry Seal. Take that as you will. Mm-hmm. That could be a good thing, that could be a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we
2: somehow got all the way Probably off. Probably
1: because so alright. I I said back I, I said Christopher Nolan was the Deathly Hallows, and now <laughs> that's I so I, 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 I ruined everything. there no
2: telling where we're going <laughs> after
0: that. Um Reeling it back in. Thorin's
3: death.
0: Let's. Jared Leto's Oscar's is oh, I love that so much. I thought you said Jared. It was Jared Leto's damage tattoo. Oh okay, Eddie
1: yeah, yeah. Eddie Redmayne's redman's 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 red, Oscar. Yes, yeah. I'm. I'm, anyway, getting, I'm getting all mixed um, up. It could be Jared Leto's Oscar as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it be both? So. Thorin's
0: death scene. Yeah. Let's 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 reel back in. Let's talk about the final kind of wait. His kind of death scene or his really the fight. The fight. Yeah, that that sequence. And I guess Legolas is bogue fight
1: as well. I like the setup for all this. When when it's like, oh, Keely and Feely, let's you go do reconnaissance in, in this tower. We don't know what's going on. There's a weird sense of foreboding and tension yeah. that that the yeah. film starts to build up. I'm like, there actually seems to be some craftsmanship to the storytelling yeah. here. I'm starting and to feel some tension.
0: They, they find out about the orcs and Bilbo lets them know about Bilbo the orcs.
1: Warns them and they're like, crap, they need to come back now. And and, then,
0: and- Thorin is like, and, we'll, we'll come back, we'll find we'll another day.
1: And Thorin's like, oh, I've learned something from these three movies. We're going to pull back. I'm going to be a leader. Yes, and then it's horror. like, oh, too late. They brought yeah. Feely out. They kill him and toss him yeah, off the it's side. A, it's a
0: great dramatic irony setup. Thing. Yeah. Like, oh, In a, in a vacuum. Yeah. Works really well. Really nice setup.
1: I like things about this movie. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't think I liked anything about Desolation <laughs> <laughs> of
0: okay. I like one thing.
1: Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, but then, that, was the only, that was my best. But <laughs> yeah. then the yeah. fight with Azog, it happens on the ice. Yeah, and he's got like a chain with a big block, block on it, it. and, and he's... he's like curling it, at Thorn.
2: Mm-hmm. And he's also got his like his, <laughs> which is an odd thing because it's blade. like you're on a block of ice. Why are you doing
0: this?
1: And then Thorn. maybe at you use one something point that won't
0: slam into the ground every time.
1: And then at, at some point, once enough the ice is broken, Thorn just picks it up and just tosses it it's in kind Azog's a fun, arms. A fun little bit. And then um, Azog just like slow motion just falls slowly into the yeah. water and it's yeah. comical. Sure. Uh, and then Azog's just floating directly yes. underneath where Thorin is in the ice and he's like oh his eyes are open. What does that mean? Oh his eyes are closed.
2: Well, Maybe think, he's dead. Well I feel like he wanted. Like, oh
1: wait no they're open. He's alive. And then he somehow jumps through the ice. He just launches. Well, he, sta-
2: he stabs into into his foot. He stabs yeah. into Thorin's foot. And then he yeah like you said somehow like, uh, Dolphin kicks himself out <laughs> of the ice. <light. laughs>
0: I was picturing him. He'd gone even further with it, and he was just flipping his legs back and forth as he shoots out, so he goes, like, 20 feet in the air. He's like,
1: ah! I overshot it a bit. <laughs> and he just
0: lands on the ground and dies. He, like, misses, falls over the waterfall. And just Blood
1: everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. A, like a water balloon. <laughs> 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 just... <laughs> and then Thorne's just like alright sounds good <laughs> <laughs>
1: but then Azog like gets Thorne on the ground and he's yes. trying to stab him and Thorne realizes that the only way he's going to get leverage in order to stab Azog I mm-hmm. guess is to let
2: Azog stab well, he, him he knows he's not going to be able to stop him from Azog from stabbing him because he's not strong enough to hold his weight up yeah. with the sword so he lets him stab him but then he pulls out his sword in time so that he can stab Azog yeah. yeah. so yeah. he can end that kind of reign of terror yeah, yeah. And that's fine. Keely
0: dies somewhere in there
1: too. Keely? No he, well that that's when he's trying to protect Tariel. and I'm, I'm Tariel I'm gets I'm thrown off I'm saying inside. I'm just yeah.
2: saying we should probably mention that happens. Yeah. Well not well, well he sees his he sees his brother get killed. It's fine. So then he starts running up to try to face Azog and he runs into Bolg instead. Yeah. Whenever he's fighting Tariel. Yeah. So then they have their whole couple thing and he gets stabbed by Bolg and then And then
1: Bolg gets thrown off the side and then he starts fighting Legolas, right? Well, it's because yeah.
2: Tariel goes to attack him again and she does kind of like this suicide thing where yeah. she pushes them both off the side of the cliff Yeah, and they land on a little land on... I and, know, then you know, the goes, and, and then Legolas goes. And then Legolas sees that she's down and he's like, he still has feelings for her. So like he tries to get down there. Which is the
0: thing about that whole... So that Legolas bolt fight scene goes on for ever. five minutes. It's
1: too long. And once again, they have a rivalry be. I don't know how many times we have brought he up the Aragorn was first time view is, is that it?
0: Yep. Yeah. I don't know how many times we have brought up the Aragorn. I didn't know effect. I didn't
1: realize luckless was that petty. Yeah, He's
0: very it, petty in this movie. The the Aragorn Lurts fight scene from the fellowship.
1: Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Brutal, memorable. Beautiful. Awesome. awesome.
0: Incredible. And then he cuts
2: his head off. <laughs> and he his
1: head off. <laughs> well
2: and it's this feeling of like dread for the it's, hero. It's it's, yeah, like, it's five or six. It also helps that there's blood news. and like
1: Rhyme. Just the moment where where the Lurtz he pulls the the dagger out of his out of his leg he yes. licks the blood throws it yeah. at Aragorn and Aragorn has to hit the, yeah. the like dagger falls, away he
2: falls on his like it looks like Aragorn is struggling yeah. in this fight and it looks like at the end of the fight he's exhausted yeah, yeah. he's it actually been trying in it this is fight. like
0: maybe like seven moves yeah seven cool moves every move is is interesting it's an interesting game of chess. To set each other up to to try and kill each other. This fight goes on. This, this Legolas Bolg fight goes on so long, and it could have been the it could have been simple. Could have been a really it could have been a similar fight where he uh so I forget exactly how he does it. I think Legolas is standing on the tower right, and then somehow he well, there's the giant attacking the, him. The,
2: the the troll smashes the tower down right. Well, the the troll's attacking the tower, so then he jumps down. And like stabs the troll in the head, and then controls it into the okay, tower, yeah, yeah. knocks it to, over to make the tower fall over. It falls over, and then uses the th- tower to get to Bolg. To bulk.
0: that's fine. Just do that. You, you, it's a little bit cartoony that the tower doesn't completely collapse. Whatever, you're fine. Do that. Run across the tower. Go fight Bolg. Kill him.
2: Yeah, you're make fine. it short and sweet.
0: Or you have another moment where where maybe they get back on the bridge. He he knocks him into the bridge. The bridge starts collapsing. He runs as the the tower collapses. It's not like he's running on steps. He just runs. He jumps. Gets gets back
2: to the the the, the mainland. Tower falls in. Bulb dies. We're good. Or maybe he like barely, or maybe he doesn't make it. He reaches out and like Tario grabs him. Yeah, or something. Dying Keely grabs him. This no character no. no.
1: This is the one movie where Legolas runs out of arrows, and it's comical. Yep. It's this. Just- you can't, you can't do that. We've already established, like, just think of how many arrows he's fired in these Well, movies. how great
0: would that be, how great of a gag would that be in Lord of the Rings, where maybe he's got, a, he's got the count going with Gimli, he's one behind, yeah. and then he goes to try and grab one more to kill one less, one less orc that's, like, running away, and then he's like, oh, I'm out of arrows. Yeah. It'd be great, and then maybe... And then Gimli, to, like, throws he, his ass. Yeah, 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 something, it, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um,
2: but it doesn't really Would work that. perfectly there. Yeah
0: here it's like oh that's super convenient (laughs) and also he would also he he would 100% know that he was out of arrows it would not be it's Legolas
2: I'm surprised he didn't put that sword on his bow and fire that Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking which ironically he does fire that up in a perfect straight line (laughs) into the chest it does not show him throwing it somehow he gets it up into the chest of an orc that's probably 40 feet away maybe more yeah and it goes like at an angle that
0: does not make sense right for the ledge. Through it.
1: I don't know, that's a bit nitpicky.
0: <laughs> oh no, it's it, I found it very I think it's more distracting than the arrow thing. Because it was just like well, well, the most how distracting does that even thing. potentially
2: work? The most distracting thing is him walking up the stones that are yes. falling like steps. Yes. 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 Which I is which is means... what
0: I was getting at is the that this fight could have been structured in so many different ways where you don't have that ridiculous scene. You you can use the tower, you can use the tower as a neat little set piece to kill Bulk. Yeah. Move on with our lives. Don't drag us out another five minutes.
1: Or gonna drag it out, make it violent. Yeah, in a very schlocky kind of way. I don't know that you can do that. That make, well make him cut on one off
2: one of the one of Bulg's arms, the and shoot. then he stabs him, and then Bul pulls him in. Oh wait, they already did that. <laughs>
1: I was thinking uh, he cuts off Bulg's arm and it, there's just, like, blood shooting everywhere and then, like, List just grabs his sword and just starts stabbing him over and over again <laughs> and there's blood just spraying into his... Almost like Evil Dead style where he's just, like, laughing just, like, like a madman. Yeah.
2: Like I said, if you're gonna go schlocky, just go all the way. Yep. Just do it. Evil Dead was... was Peter Jackson, right? No, Sam Raimi. That's right. Sam almost Raimi. Right.
1: Very similar. I... I... I hope that Sam Raimi probably could have made these movies pretty good. Yeah, that's a good. Which point. is weird because interesting. Well, which they're is, very similar, but they've got two sort of
0: different plays on the yeah. same idea, and that, and that's why this movie works so much better than the other two because
2: Peter Jackson can pull off it, it's the, a, the visceral just almost because the set border. pieces are more in his wheelhouse. Exactly. Well, he's also really good at scale. One yes. thing that he's maintained is being great at yes. scale.
1: Yeah. There's no real point in in this huge battle of so many different armies fighting where I'm confused as to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very clear. Yeah.
2: That's nice.
0: It's not always good.
3: Yeah. But it's, it's, it's illogical.
0: You understand what the general idea is. Yeah. yeah. You understand at what phase we are in and Well, it's just funny
1: because 2013, uh, the great and powerful Oz, Sam Raimi directed that uh-huh. and it's a very he really CGI heavy movie. Yeah. I remember it being okay the problem was just the cast like mila kunis is the evil witch of the west and it's all, oh no and james franco's the wizard no mila kunis
0: was also a Jupiter Ascending. i just i feel the need to bring that up but she She's doesn't also have an in oscar bad some. yeah i it i would say the same thing if we brought up sean sean sean,
1: sean being I know, she was she she nominated for Black Swan? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, she's in Black Swan. No, I know she's in Black Swan, but was she nominated? Because I know a lot of people liked her more than Natalie Portman in that movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm.
2: Because she had a very interesting character
1: in that movie. Darren Aronofsky's weird, let's not talk about that anymore.
2: (laughs) Anyway,
1: anywho, uh, I think we've kind of covered everything in... Yeah. Jeez, over an hour and 40 minutes
2: probably too much time just like how these movies are yep cool. just like the hobbit the battle of the five armies you can cut half an hour out of this podcast
0: but um <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: do grades <laughs> hmm. i am com- it's all relative to those first two movies i'm feeling pretty good about this one all too- things being considered <laughs> which we're gonna get into the grades
0: and it's gonna be like all right we still hated
1: this. I'm thinking D plus. I'm not set on that. I'm kind of thinking of waiting on where y'all wanna Because I do think it's the best of the three.
0: That is exactly
1: what I was and thinking. And the it's first one I gave
2: a D. Mm-hmm. So
0: I gave I'm... the first one an F, the last one an F minus. I'm thinking D plus for this
2: one. That's that's where I'm sitting. So here's here's my opinion on this. How, however, this is the extended edition
1: It would be That's lower true. if it was it would the be theatrical cut Because be the be. theatrical cut cuts out A lot of the schlocky, dumb, action, violence stuff That we liked And well a couple as, of nice
0: conversations and There's
1: a couple of nice conversations that are cut out And Alfred's death scene Which makes that slight, <laughs> slightly more valuable Half a so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
2: I gotta say, um, unlike these guys I'm not afraid to change an opinion I really need to change my grade From the first movie <laughs> To an F it was originally D D-minus, now I'm just thinking... Oh, my God. And I'm going to give this movie an F+. There you like, go. Like there t- you go. The second official Ka- F-plus of Here comes. the Kind of like how Tyler gave Jurassic Park 3 an F-plus. I see this movie as kind of like, it really shouldn't have been made. Yep. None of these movies should have right. been made. And it's got a lot of problems, but at the same time, it's got a lot of moments that make me smile. And it can be because it's awesome. It can be because like it's really heartfelt. Yep. It's just like ultimately not a very good movie, but but it it's I could watch this again. Yep. It, at least I well already kind of want to go back and
0: watch that the the, the goat flood scene.
1: I want to reedit. I I don't want anything tarial. Uh, a reedit
0: of ten minutes long with just. The
1: <laughs> well, just. <laughs> Well, a lot of the stuff I... I, I no, put, I agree. I can, I, yeah. I can stomach Thorne's flimsy character stuff in this movie. Yeah. Because um, I like all the political stuff. Like I said, I like most of the action scenes. Um, I'm okay with the Necromancer stuff. It's really just the Sauron bit. Literally just cut out Tariel, Legolas, and Alfred. You're setting it like a C yes. for me. That's fair. Yeah. Just cut all of them out, and you're already... You're doing decent. It,
0: that doesn't seem like... That much to cut out, but in terms of just like pacing for the movie and, and tone, yeah, tone, making sure the movie goes by faster, making sure it doesn't feel like you're just you just want it to be over. Yeah. In all of those ways, it would be much improved.
2: So, all in all, I would say I don't hate this movie. It's just you want to give a grade for Desolation of Smaug since you weren't there. Have you watched that recently? I mean, you don't have to if you don't want. To Not version. recently, but if I had to give it one. I'd probably give that a flat F. <sighs> okay. So you think one and two are about on the same level? I'd say so. I mean, like, because I really, really like Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Snow. I like a lot of that interaction. Yeah. But besides that, there's not much to like about that movie. Yep. Nope. It's the same. Wasn't that your best one. thing? Yep. Yeah, that's what I figured.
1: Um. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna go D plus for this. Specifically, the extended edition, which is what we've been reviewing right. for all of these.
0: I would even say that the regular would probably be a D minus for me, but extended D plus.
1: The regular might just be a flat F for me. I think yeah, the extended maybe, edition maybe. is a real improvement in terms I, I of my agree. enjoyment. I would agree. Uh, can I, I, I? just a little anecdote. Um, my sister dragged me to this movie. She dragged me to the second and third movies because she said we gotta know how it ends. Right. We gotta figure that we got. We gotta know how it ends. Unravel this mystery. Yes. Um, this is the one time when we've exited a theater where she was like visibly angry about what we had watched and I was just the whole time I was like yeah I hated it too Alfred was the worst thing ever but you're the one who wanted to see this I didn't want to go so I'm kind of like the Bilbo in this situation looking at Gandalf as he's trying to smoke his (laughs) pipe going ah go to the movies she said well have a great time she said <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep I, did, I definitely didn't walk out of any of these angry the yeah. only movie I, I watched angry was was a uh, Batman versus. Superman. I saw
0: uh, this movie with you I believe I could not be wrong with that e- either this or no it was this or Desolation of Smog I don't remember which one it's no, one of the two I saw with you and uh,
1: I remember us getting out of it being like
0: wow that was something
2: <laughs> it happened
1: <laughs> yeah I wouldn't say I was angry watching coming out of any of these. I was just like, what is happening? Uh, maybe the third one. Really, the, the only ones where I was like visibly angry Batman versus Superman, of course. Right. Um, then maybe Kingsman 2. Um, and I know that's that's a weird one to throw out there, but I was not happy when I walked out of that movie. Yeah. Um, which is weird because it, it's not... I, I'll, I don't know if I would rank it among like my worst movies. Um, Terminator Genesis. I was pretty frustrated at. <laughs> I don't know if I was, like, angry or if I was It was more frustrated. Two hours later. <laughs> X-Men 3 was pretty good. Well, X-Men 3, I remember, I enjoyed it a lot when I first Fascinated. saw it. Um, I just remember, once again, with my sister, when we walked out of it, we were kind of quickly pointing out things like, oh, Rogue taking the cure, that
2: was kind of dumb. Why, she didn't even need to be in the movie at that point. Like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> See, I, like, whenever I go watch movies in the Theater. I always try to be super optimistic. I remember whenever we all went and watched uh, Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. at least for my first time,
1: I did not join y'all for that. I, I talked with y'all afterwards. That's right. That's right. Because was like, and, are, and it. I was just like, I warned you all. <laughs> well, and I remember <laughs> you, also you also talked with Sinistin. I'm pretty sure. Did
0: I really? <laughs> I, I think you at least assisted with that.
2: And was I was I like <laughs> probably yeah, by hyping how terrible you guys it was. have to know. I just yeah. remember I kept trying to defend Will Smith, and like I thought he was okay. I still think he's okay. Sure. Oh yeah but like that was all I could defend and I just remember try, like it's like it's not and it's not like I'm a. I'm by no means a DC apologist but like At release least the Snyder Cut
1: <laughs> the Snyder Cut's a Horcrux come on oh my gosh come on oh my gosh we're, we're getting it done folks this okay. is what we do on here come the sequels we get it done
2: <laughs> <laughs> but my whole point behind this is that it takes it takes a lot for me to be really angry at a movie right and uh, definitely, never I was not. <laughs> I was not angry walking out of any of these movies. I was just kind of underwhelmed because it's supposed to be Middle Earth. It's supposed to be epic, yeah, and make me really feel things and really kind of want to read the book again, right? But I don't. I don't <laughs> want to read the Hobbit again. Yep. I don't want to watch. I mean, I'd probably watch this last one again, but I don't want to. I don't really want to watch the first two again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's you know. It is similar to a Transformers Dark of the Moon situation. Where it's like...
1: Occasionally I might uh, consider watching it. This would be much more of a... I'd watch it if it was on TV type of thing. The problem with that is... It's not the extended edition. And I'm not buying... I'm not paying for any of these. I'm not not, not putting that... I ain't giving Warner Brothers any more of my money for this. Or their DC movies. Yeah. I don't own BD. Never going to until I get a a woman but then you you own it then you will have paid for it that's a crime against humanity until I steal it and then give it to you (laughs) that's punishable by
2: death so in summary go see Infinity War (laughs) I'm okay with this. Also, go see Solo. It's still... It's not getting the justified numbers. It
1: should be yeah. Also, don't see Jurassic
2: World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> it's garbage. I can't follow up with that comment because oh, no. I still haven't seen it. I also it's still haven't seen Ocean's 8. It's that that not good. It's a perfect... Ocean's 8 is good. Okay.
1: I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is a perfect red box rental.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm on board with that.
1: Do not pay to see that in I, theater. I would
0: agree. I would agree. Unless you can get, like, a great discount on the on the tickets. Dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or you're you're with your friends and you're the only ones in the theater and you can make endless fun of how
2: stupid it is. Yeah. Hey, but take that money that you want to use to go to the theater and go buy tickets for Infinity War. Yes. Correct. Or save it up and wait for July 6th and go see Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> or maybe even save up and go
1: see Captain Marvel next March. Or, or, bringing it back around to Henry Cavill's mustache, wait a couple weeks after Ant-Man and go see Mission Impossible.
2: Because that actually kind of looks...
1: The point is... We have to find the next Horcrux, <laughs> and it is on Henry Cavill's
2: face! <laughs> Wait, we already we determined So, then.
0: no, that's what I was going to say. In summary, Henry Cavill's mustache.
2: Don't think about it too hard.
0: Eddie Redmayne's Oscar. Jared Haddle's Damage Tattoo. <laughs> uh-huh. The script Fruit of the Hobbit, The Battle of Five Armies.
1: The Snyder Cut.
0: The Snyder Cut. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> Isn't that we're six? We're missing one. We've got six.
1: Ooh, I gotta think. Okay. Um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, well, do we want it to be something DC or, like? Like, where what are we going for?
0: Well, so let's let's think about what we've covered here. We
2: we haven't done a well. We've
0: covered Harry Potter. We've covered Lord of the Rings the fr- as a franchise.
1: Covered the
2: DC. Covered movies. the
0: DCU twice.
2: Yeah.
1: We covered Jupiter ascending. What other franchises <laughs> do they have? They have the Lego movies. some with that. No. Will Arnett's voice. No. His Batman voice no. is a Horcrux. No. They
2: no. have the they have the no. Harry Potter series. We could literally I said, say that I, one said, one
0: I of, said Daniel Radcliffe was a horcrux. <laughs> <laughs> Your slow realization.
1: <laughs> I like the idea of just something like completely not part of uh, the Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. <laughs> I, mean, I like the idea of Captain Feige being a horcrux.
0: But we've already got one person as a horcrux. They they would keep it varied, you know?
2: X-Men The Last Stand is a horcrux. No. No. <laughs> The actual Warner Bros. sign. Nah. No. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. Audience,
0: chime in. What do you think Warner Brothers 74 Crux is? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we want to know your thoughts. The best answer will win a no prize. <laughs> Correct. If you don't know what a no prize is, that means you just get a pat on the back and we might see your name.
1: I thought you were going to say if a no prize, read a book. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't know what it is, go to your local library. <laughs> if you even know what a library is.
0: If you don't know what a library is,
1: God help you. So, right. so D, plus D plus is what you're sticking with. then. Okay, no, I'm going with D plus. Alright, so, have we... Yeah, we've officially announced what we're doing next. We're doing the Harry Potter movies. Um, More Warner Brothers goodness. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be... Screaming of that. Not bad. you yeah, not like the Harry Potter movies?
1: I'm fine with all of them except for number six. I genuinely have problems with six. Uh,
0: yes, six is definitely the worst.
1: Uh, I have also have some problems with Deadly Hallows Part 2. Yes. It's, it's a fine movie, but I have problems with it.
2: I have some problems with Order of the Phoenix. I guess I'll hear them whenever you guys cover them. Yep. Well, the problem is I, I don't
1: know if I'll be able to finish them all because I'm currently reading rereading the Harry mm. Potter books just, just for kicks. Um, and I haven't gotten... I don't think I'll be able to get to Duffy Hallows in time just because right. it's God, they're too long. Right. Um, it's mostly just the layout of the final battle. I don't want to give too much away, but just like it, it's it's not. I see. I got it. It's I not can, translated there's a, there's a very well, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah,
0: I gotcha. Yeah. Super We've we've mentioned before, I think, on the podcast that we feel the uh, the Harry Potter series could use maybe maybe give another five ten years could use a good we Netflix do. miniseries revival.
2: I think a Netflix or an HBO revival yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. not because it would it'll give them the freedom to really cover a book per season. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. get a lot of content out of it. Because each each you could you each could episode a can cover a, a couple chapters. Ago. I yeah. mapped this
0: out a little while ago and I can't remember what it was, but I was just gonna say, like, if you don't wanna go too crazy with it, do like maybe the first three books in one Twelve episode season. I don't know. You you could do something where you do like four episodes. So basically, you you can com- you commit about four hours to the average book and then maybe expand. So doing so doing more the like ones. doing more of
2: a series of unfortunate events approach. Exactly, exactly. Because that's
0: that's what I was thinking of exactly as a comparison. It's even the fact that the uh, that Clausen's uh, uh, violent in that series would I I think make really good Hermione and um, Harry. Depending, I don't know what the British accents
1: are like. Interesting. But, um, the like, only problem is the first two. Movies are pretty much literal adaptations. Yeah, there's a there's a few things you can add. Well, there's, there's not the, a whole lot. That's but but
0: still, as a miniseries, you would want the foundation to build. There's the an, the, yeah. uh, another
2: problem is that the cast is so so yes. beloved by the fan base. Yeah, my problem
1: is not the cast. My problem is just. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I just think the adaptation side of it is not that strong. Mostly because they kept the same screenwriter for all of them, and I find that very problematic.
2: And I and I get that, mm-hmm. but what I'm trying to say is that like. You're going to have a really hard time getting traction with this kind of thing with yeah. bases. They Oh, yeah, I know. They won't be happy about it. Yeah. It's kind of like how a lot of people aren't very happy hearing that there's going to be even more Star Wars movies. It's because... You it's see, you say that. I mean, you... Okay, you yes. Well, you... Uh, no, I was going to say... I'm happy. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about
0: reception. You say that... You you can make the argument, like, oh, well, you know, people are, aren't super happy with, like... Aren't going to be super happy with bring that back. Um time difference between Revenge of the Sith Revenge of the Sith was 2005 Force Awakens
1: 2017
0: 16 15 15 10 years so 10 years 10 years between that Uh, Deathly Hallows Part 2 2011 Mm -hmm. so 2021 10 years between Force Awakens made 2 billion dollars
1: Different situations. See, but it's not a reboot. A, it's, a, it's a
2: continuation. It's not a reboot. It's a Star Wars continuation. I, like,
0: I realize that, but I'm still saying that the I all, I'm not talking about reception or quality or anything. I'm saying specifically, you will have left enough time for nostalgia to sink in that people will be wanting. And and there is a there is an issue there with the Fantastic um, Beast happening. Yeah. Between them. But I I honestly stop th- it.
1: Uh, Warner Brothers. <laughs> You keep doing this to yourself!
0: I 100% believe that if you brought back... You keep
1: letting Azog get right underneath you in the ice and then stabbing you in the (laughs) foot!
2: Wait, is that (laughs) that not just a reflection of themselves stabbing themselves in the foot? Oh my gosh. Oh, we're getting some real artistry here.
0: Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to mention about Hobbit. I'll I'll get to that in a second. Um, We're going to reach
1: two hours. All right.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, It's because I'm yeah. yeah, It'll it'll make it work. Uh, So but my, I'm saying I am 100% convinced and, and I'm sure a lot of people disagree with this but I believe it for a fact I, I just knowing how nostalgia works and
1: I you honestly can't argue
0: it not at all no no arguments allowed um but just knowing how nostalgia works you bring you bring Harry Potter back make it a big event maybe Netflix maybe HBO make it, maybe make it your Game of Thrones replacement on HBO I know they're exploring also, whatever. something along those lines bring it back somewhere between 2021-2025 that thing would do gangbusters if you like really put a lot of care and effort into it and make sure the cast is right and everything. People would lose their minds getting back into that universe. Um, in a way that Fantastic Beast, I don't think, is going to quite scratch.
2: Well, the thing about Fantastic Beast is that it's more itching the scratch of like, oh, we just want some more background. Yeah. Whereas and that though, that okay, I'm not you saying You do get a good bit of wizarding world stuff. I'm, I'm not saying that like a reboot to Harry Potter is a bad idea. I'm just saying that you, there's a. I know a lot of people. I think that wouldn't be very happy with it. I wouldn't mind it because yeah. I, I'm just. I, I'm not. It's, I'm it's, saying it's just. It, it's kind of like it's doable. It's like getting Toby Maguire out of your head as Spider Man whenever you're a little kid. Well, it's the same thing as far as that was you pretty easy for me. <laughs> See, well, I have this you, problem where whenever I read Spider-Man comics, I read them in Tobey Maguire's voice, and it's killing me on the inside. But Fascinating. My, my my point is it that... It hurts.
1: That's... There were... Oh, no. The instant, yeah, I the, know.
0: the instant backlash to Disney acquiring Star Wars and Disney announcing Star- Force Awakens was, this is going to suck. It's going to be terrible. Disney's going to disnify it. It's going to be the worst thing J. J. ever. JJ Abrams. going to ruin my Mr. childhood. Con mystery box trash, even though that, that wasn't movie, his fault. That movie... Is the, and I've, I've ranted about this before, that movie is the domestic box office leader by $200 million. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous and whenever you how much that. money that made in North America. And when you do that, they're going to keep makeup. Yes. Well, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, there, there might be a lot of backlash. If you make a good product and it's, it's playing off that nostalgia in a yeah. way, because Harry Potter and Star Wars are two huge cultural impact franchises, at least in North America, like, that's something you can very much. Used
1: to I'd on. say Harry Potter's kind of our modern like our cultural touchstone in the way that Star Wars kind of was mm-hmm. in the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it kind of feels the same.
2: Yeah, I think you can argue that. Um, Maybe even
1: more so, just because they had so many of them coming out mm-hmm. so frequently,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: there wasn't a multiple, three-year wait between and multiple each of them. mediums, and you have them over at, at about a decade. Yeah, I mean, it and yeah, and one of the over first, over over mediums because the started
0: first book came first. out in
1: ninety-six. Ninety six or ninety seven,
0: somewhere around there. So it, you had from there until twenty eleven. You had almost fifteen years of just like Harry Potter being a thing people loved. Yeah, and still love. But yeah. yeah. So that's a random conversation that we had.
1: Point um, being, Lord of the Rings is still the best, and never watch the Hobbit movies again.
0: Correct. I was gonna say. So going back to, I mentioned how there seemed to be a little bit of almost awareness on Peter Jackson's part. There's not many examples I have of this. I just feel like. Seeing the behind the scenes, kind of knowing how much, he,
1: seeing the Just way, seeing the set photos and footage of I, him sleeping I, on set because yes, he's I, so exhausted.
0: I very much think that he was not on board with any of this, and he asked Billy Boyd to come back to write and sing a song for the final credits for this third Hobbit movie oh, yes. called "The Last Goodbye," uh, and it's a really touching song. If you listen to it, if you listen to it in terms of like we are finally letting this die. Like, I mean, I know that sounds really terrible, but, like, in terms of, like, just evoking the ideas of the first one and kind of how yeah. the, the distant, the faded shadow that the Hobbit trilogy is, like, that's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I They're think
2: sailing like, off into the West. Yes. This that, is it.
0: That feels like a very powerful punch. Um, and the fact, I, it's a little much that the... I love the fact that Frodo does not show up at the end of this movie, the third movie. I think that would have been very easy to do and be like, well, Frodo... Here's my book on the Hobbit well, how, adventure. It's complete, and he's well, like, "Oh, well, that's
1: great, Uncle Bilbo." Well, how can you do that when in the first one he says, oh, "I'm gonna go meet meet. I'm gonna go hang out in the woods and read my book until Gandalf shows up." They sure, already, sure. they they already stabbed themselves <laughs> in the
2: foot with that one. But I, but I love the
1: fact they didn't do find. You, do you see what I did there? I did,
2: I did a, I did a yes. thing. They didn't find excuse go, for right.
0: that. They bring it back around to Lord of the Rings in a way that you might not necessarily know it's not quite in your face that it's like, oh yeah, this is where
2: Fellowship starts. Um, but have you seen it a billion
0: times? If, yeah, I mean, it's know. pretty obvious, but it, it, it is qu- just enough that it's, it's 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 just a nice moment you zoom in on the map or whatever. That starts playing. Overall, I think that is a nice emotional cathartic moment to be like, all right,
1: let's put I this have, to rest. I have a nitpick. What? The audio of uh, Bilbo. What's his first line of dialogue when, when Gandalf knocks on the door? Um... He says like no thank you or something like that. That audio is newly recorded from Ian Holm and it does not sound the same as the original Fellowship audio. But then the rest of the audio, because you don't directly see Ian Holm, right. is just ripped straight from Fellowship. Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, however, that is not my point.
3: <laughs>
0: as a
1: person who has watched Fellowship way too many times, that annoys me.
0: I, I realize that, but that is not my point about yeah. the song that Billy Boyd wrote and sang for this to send off this franchise.
2: That's that's my point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then, and the nice, and I know this isn't your point, but kind of piggyba- piggybacking off of it, and you're talking about the ending and how Gandalf is coming in, and it's this nice kind of cathartic transition. If you want to go straight through yeah. all these movies, I feel like it's very similar to Rogue One. I know you didn't like yep. Rogue One that much, but kind of this idea of like, okay, right in the movie, uh,
0: which was a little bit different because that one
1: was. I was fine with Rogue One. Well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I give it the same grade as I gave last Jedi.
2: That makes That <laughs> makes all the sense in the sure, world. To me. Sure. Right. So you didn't like them. Yeah, they're both Cuz you hate the trash. Disney. Trash. <laughs> yeah. endless was trash. because you hate
1: perfection. The Star Wars that George Lucas just Cause, absolutely no, no, Cuz I hate women. I Kathleen Kennedy and her feminist crap is just ruining Star Wars. Ruining the
0: perfect vision that George Lucas established across 6 movies.
1: Mary <laughs> <laughs> Mary Sue. End of discussion. <laughs> I think on <I'm laughs> that. No. I think Go it's... ahead and do the thing. <laughs> I, I think we You can find us worse. online at Here Come
0: the uh, <laughs> dot You can find us through email at Here the Sequels at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at HCT Sequels. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and YouTube. Just search Here Come the Sequels, and uh, that's all we got.
1: That is all we got. At over two hours, God, we're as bloated as these movies. <laughs> Any final thoughts or should I, should I oh, do the
2: thing? All right, all right, all right I'll do the... artist subjective. Nothing is real. Good night, canada <laughs>
1: <Tienda>. Thank you. <laughs>